0: Hey, what's up BMX nerds? Welcome back to another episode of Canote Knows brought to you by Dick BMX. Uh, this week on the show we got Jake Seely. Jake Seeley is a great dude. Known him forever and uh, he's one of the best bikers in the world. His style has changed over the years and he's been a pro for as long as I can remember. So it's pretty dope getting to catch up with him. He's super interesting because he's interested in some shit. Like the, we talk about his new vintage um, thrifting, hustle, all kinds of terminology that I didn't know that exists. But he's, he's knee deep into this stuff. That's not a phrase, knee deep. Anyway, uh, I wanted to say it was really nice to see a lot of you guys at BMX Day. I had a lot of fun, San Diego was really fun. And then just to see the BMX best trick at Rincon was unbelievable. So congrats Colin, that's insane fakie hop. And everybody like, can you believe a 540 bar spin was third place? Like everybody went in Um, and yeah, I had a good good trip. So I just wanted to say that uh, BMX is dope and yeah, that's it. So go to our life.com, get yourself some green superfoods, use promo code Canode to get 15% off. And without further ado, let's get into it. Oh, like, and subscribe and all that shit and share the show with a friend. Okay, that's all. Here's Jake Seely. Hope you guys enjoy. See you next week. Hi, Jake Seeley. Welcome to your first podcast ever. Hello. Hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Stoked feel, to be here. Does it feel first different now me. than 10 seconds ago when we weren't recording?
1: That's okay. I had a little <laughs> little practice, you know, before we kick things
0: off. Mm-hmm. I like the, I listen to ones where they, they're just like mid conversation and it starts rolling and they're like, are we rolling? And then, cause they have a producer and shit. It's not just me hitting this loud button. This is recording in progress. I, <laughs> yeah, if I could about it. record us like just talking. That would be cool. But there's no, there's no way to sneak it. She Zoom. did
1: wake me up a little bit. I was like, oh, okay. All right. We're going
0: <laughs> game time. Let's go. What the, do you want to talk the about? The
1: bot, bot chimed in. I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs>
0: You got yourself a nice little background here. What's uh what do we got?
1: We have we'll kick it off with some street sweeper frames just some of my archive from past rhymes that I've written. I keep all of my frames that I have. I probably have about like 25 of them or so. Hope to do like a kind of like a museum type thing with them all after I'm done writing or maybe who knows like even in the near future. It'd be cool to do. So, a couple of my frames right there. I was blessed to have a uh, like a like signature skate deck with Sunday. So that's hanging up right there. Those are available. Um, got Gumby iced out, double chained up. <laughs> because I like the classics. Um, and then a painting by Jeff Martin. Um, nice. A legend in the game. So I'm honored to have a piece of his. It's pretty sick. Um, real. Other than that, just some other art of friends, local friends and whatnot. I don't know keeping it fresh. And then my other passion outside of BMX, the vintage t-shirts, I have a closet full of my personals. Um, and then next to me too, stacks of tees, some ready to sell, some not, um, Hell yeah, yeah, dude. So that's kind of like my life in a corner right there. Vintage clothing and BMX. <laughs>
2: so
0: good. It's
1: great. <clears throat> my were- passions.
0: Before we started recording, you were telling me about your weekend. Um, tell me again.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh we went out to the Albany BMX jam. Um that was Sunday, I believe. Wait. Yeah, oh god, It was Sunday. I can't it was Sunday.
0: Oh, was I remember okay, texting you so to do Sunday. this like I'm that at the was, gym.
1: That was Okay, definitely. Okay, you're right, you're right. So Sunday was that. And then um that was just such a needed experience too, because I haven't been to like a big jam or anything. I've kind of been just like sheltered in like or bubbled into like pittsfield area kind of just my local um just trying to like kick it with the local scene and just like stay afloat out here you know so that was really mm-hmm. good to get out of here and see like a bunch of faces i haven't seen in ages speaking of like muffin man was there dude and no I shit seen nice man. dude i haven't got to really like chop it up and kick it with muffin man and like wow. uh, since, since like oh Oh my God, like probably like 15 years ago, so long <laughs> ago, dude, like straight up back in the uh, come up days out in New York, dude. How's he I doing? Know. I haven't
0: heard his name in so long. Muffin he's man. He's doing dude.
1: fantastic, man. He's He's gone through some stuff like getting hit by cars and stuff like that. So he's gotten pretty beat up in the past, but he's fully like healed up and like on his game again, dude. And he says that he's super motivated, hyped to be riding and just like out with all of his boys kicking it, just like he did back in the day. So I don't that's know he up. seemed super stoked on life and it just made me really happy and it was so good to see him i don't know that's like that's my boy my day one homie so hell yeah it was cool to reunite with him and kick in right cruise around and just swerve in some traffic just like good old days you know
0: so what was the was jam for just bmx day was um, it bmx day?
1: dude yeah jared butler um just puts it together um at once a year just for the you know the albany community and all the riders out there and like honestly it's not just albany like there was people coming out from like pennsylvania and like all over like the tri-state area which was really cool to see um I it reminded me of like how strong that scene is dude it's it's wild how many people showed up for that Hell yeah, um yeah it was dope so yeah just a cool i was just at the the blue banks you know it was just a fun time like long jump high air foot down just the classic like bmx like times with the homies you know so it was a good old time and uh after that I had a vintage pop-up so with all like the vintage clothing and stuff I also sell a lot of it <clears throat> so I'll throw like pop-ups almost every weekend whether it's local or out of town I'll set up like a 10 by 10 booth and uh just have a bunch of racks in there with a bunch of all the clothes that I have like hand curated and uh yeah a slang slang tees jackets coats pants hats pretty much anything that's like 20 years or older, you know, sometimes I like to like get into like, like pop culture nowadays and like stuff like that. So, so I'll bring some like peep stuff out or like, you know, a little, sorry, um, like Kanye or just like any of those, like kind of like streetwear brands, I'll trickle those into because they're like kind of hot with like the teens and whatnot, all uh, the kids out there. So when you do you this know, like yeah.
0: pop-up type thing, or is it like your shit alone or is other pop-ups happening at, at some event or how does it work? Like uh- so basically
1: there's like a person that I'll like, there, there'll there be like a street fair or else there'll be like a farmer's market or something like that. And then within those events happening, then I'll have a booth at one of those. But along with, those are just, just kind of like the local ones I do, but I also like travel. Like I have one coming up in September in Providence, Rhode Island. And um that'll be just specifically for like the vintage t-shirt community and like the vintage people that are kind of looking for like more upscale, and like higher end, like vintage, basically, like this, this, uh, events more like curated towards like people that already know about it, you know, where locally I'm like selling to people that don't really know about it. They're like, why is this t-shirt a hundred dollars? Or like, why is this t-shirt like this or that, you know? So I'm like, kind of like easing it into the community, like the area around here, giving them like kind of prices they can afford and just getting them stoked on something that's like older and just like recycled, uh, like fashion, you know, something that's not like mass produced and, just like thrown out the next day. So that's like quality.
0: What does make a shirt a hundred dollars versus like a cool vintage? Cause like, I can picture just like a normal family walking by like, oh, that's a neat shirt that should, should be 25 bucks. Why is it $250? You know, like what makes right. a shirt more valuable? Like rarity, quality, obviously <laughs> yeah, those, it, those are the two it, answers.
1: <laughs> pretty much. So you'll you'll go into like a target nowadays and you'll go like, oh, there's a Led Zeppelin or else like a Aussie tea or a grateful dead tea on the wall, you know, you're like, cool, whatever. So why is that one fucking ten dollars where this like grateful dead tour t is three hundred dollars you know or something of the sort um basically comes down to like age a lot of these like t-shirts have been like chopped up turned into rags so like the rarity of them just like popping up again is just becoming more and more scarce you know so um basically yeah, basically, it, it just comes down to these things that are just not easy to get. They're super hard to find and people are putting in. and when they are being found, people are putting in time and work and digging through like garbage and just junk to find these pieces, you know, that are special. And like it comes down to like also like the prints, the prints that are done on them are just so such well made like screen printing. It's almost like art, you know, for some of these original printed tees by these like certain companies uh, like Liquid Blue or The Mountain. Those are just two really, like, well-known brands, so people will probably know what I'm talking about there. But then you'll fall into, like, companies, like, that rock bands are getting their stuff made by, like, it's, like, literally, like, professionally done, screen printed. Like, dude, you can hold this up and it has, has, like, the craziest detail. Like, somebody literally took a picture of something, you know?
2: Yeah. But it's
1: all ink on a T-shirt. So it's that. It comes down to the garment, the quality of the garment itself. Like, there are certain tags and certain, like, t-shirt like garment brands that like we know like right off the rip all oh, this is a quality tee, you know this is gonna add money because it's such a well-built t-shirt you know so soft so like so it like this is strong you know it's already lasted 30 something years and like this is already built like 10 times better than a shirt that was made yesterday it'll last yeah. even longer you know yeah. what i'm saying so like that's another thing and then comes down to like people that are on the t-shirt um how many of that t-shirt were possibly made if it was a limited drop like say that t-shirt was only released at, like I was, it popped into my head, like the 13, or sorry, I'll, I'll use this as an example, the Barbie movie just dropped. They made at, like certain theaters, they might have said, hey, first 50 people that come to our theater, you're getting this t-shirt. Boom, yeah. like right off the rip, if that, like they get that t-shirt, 20 years goes by and people are fiending for that t-shirt, new Barbie movie's coming out, dude. And you're gonna want that t-shirt more than anyone out there. They're gonna pay like money for it, you know? So yeah. that's an example of that. And like band tour tees. <laughs> Like, oh, shit, yo, there's this guy that came up to me with a stack of these certain t-shirts in the parking lot. I got this, like, cool, like, bootleg Aussie tee, you know, from this guy in the parking lot, whatever. He only had, like, 50 of them. Boom. That's a super rare tee. And then uh, 20 years down the road, an Aussie collector's going to be like, I need every fucking Aussie tee, dude. Yeah. And he's going to go out there and hunt it down and get them.
0: What's the the craziest place you found, like, a gem? Like, I'm just picturing you going to, like, old people's yard sales and... I, yeah, that's
1: shit. that's kind of like that's like the norm, you know, like I'll go to like the estate sales. I'll go to the tag sale. Um, I'll go to. Uh, let's see, I'll dig in like rag houses sometimes. That's like an honor to do. Uh, that's another story, though. Um, What's get a rag house? In, like, a rag house is basically where like a distribution center where all these clothes are getting put, uh, sent to and then sent uh, before they get bailed up and sent to like different countries, you know, for whatever reason it's basically you can go through and sift through stuff before it goes anywhere. So like the donations, like certain places I get to dig, sometimes they get sent right to that spot before anywhere. And then I get to like sift through it, you know, and, and do my thing. And, you know, hopefully find some good. Sometimes you find nothing you're digging for hours and hours going through bales and bales. There's nothing, but sometimes you'll hit that 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 awesome piece that just like made your made your week you know it's like looking or for like spots the year dude <clears throat> Sounds- exactly that's what yeah. like one reason why i love vintage so much is to like share so many qualities of BMX with like the stoke like like finding a new sourcing spots like finding the spot like you just said yeah. and then once you're digging 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 in your know, that's like trying the trick dude once yeah. you fucking pull that that tea that you're like spent hours oh my god <laughs> <laughs> my my really good tripod
2: uh,
1: <laughs> oh my god so yeah um so yeah what was i saying oh, yeah, once you so spend digging, hours digging, digging. Like, trying yeah. to trying the spot or trying the, the clip you know and then dude once you pull that it's like boom you got that trick and you're so fucking stoked but then like the best stoke if you're trying to resell that tea or something it's like you know when your video part gets put out. You know you sell that that tea, and you're like, "Yo, I just got that for two dollars. I sold it for a grand. Like, holy shit! Like the feeling that you get from just like that is like, it's something special too. That's so,
0: dope.
1: I don't know. That's... I get all the same kind of qualities as, as I do from like the Stoke of BMX.
0: I love that. So, what's the craziest one that you've? What's the craziest story that you've the had? The craziest
1: so far? tea that I've found so far well to answer your question earlier about the craziest like digging spots the craziest are like this new passion that i have is getting into like abandoned houses and they're called bandos and you go in and you you don't know what you're going to get into and you could end up finding a a ton of stuff or you could just find a bunch of fucking crackheads or needles or disgusting things you know you never know what you're going to get into it's not
0: both (laughs) but um
1: yeah exactly or both so luckily i've had a good situation where I just got into one, and I've been finding some cool stuff. So it's been it's been pretty cool with that. But yeah, abandoned houses are definitely like the most intense like searching that I'm doing right now, Hell pretty yeah. much. But like that's like the next like the next step in this. In my so, opinion, how do you either. find
0: these abandoned houses? You just drive around and
1: dude, it's honestly just like scouting, scouting, so- doing a little research possibly to see when a foreclosure happened, if there's anybody that's actually like. Tied to it anymore because a lot of these places just end up being completely gone and sent to like the state or whatever and they just rot away. Yeah. You know? So a lot of the stuff that I'm finding and going and saving and preserving for other people that would be super hyped to have this stuff, you know, I'm saving it from being basically just demolished and sent to nothing. As these like collectors are people that I'm like they pass away and their stuff's just sitting in these barns or houses or shacks just rotting dude and like they would be way more stoked i think to be able to share all those items with people yeah, you know on a brighter hindsight of of what i'm doing
0: you know And they probably have no clue they're just like yeah i went to that concert 30 years ago and got that t-shirt who cares and you're like exactly
1: dude. a lot of them, a lot of that is the situation <laughs> they'll have them talking under their bed and they'll fucking they'll just go until they and like with them to their death they, they're
0: you like know, you want that like, no nah, you don't want
1: that <laughs> yeah <laughs> right exactly what's the oh, uh, wait, what's yeah. the
0: biggest come up you've had
1: biggest come up i've had was 2021 i believe it was kind of like when like surf stores and stuff started opening up again and there was a i went to a salvation army that was local and um i walked in and we didn't find we were looking through the racks looking through the racks and I'm like yo let's go this is whack there's nothing but then i see that they kind of they're wheeling out a new rack out the, out the back you know and I'm like, ah, okay, all right, you know We're like in line about to like check out with trash, dude. Like stuff, we're just like, oh, we're gonna get this just to get something, you know? And I see that, I'm like, you know what? I'm getting out of line. I'm gonna go check the rack. I run over there. I sift through it. I see like kind of like a like 12 Little Wayne tee. It's like nothing crazy. It's just like, okay, cool. And then I go to the next one and I'm like, okay. And I go to the tag, I just start shaking, dude. I'm just like, nah, like this is crazy. <laughs> I end up pulling a um, Rough Riders cash money uh rap tour tea from 2000 um so the rap teas are kind of like the more like valuable pieces and vintage there's like books made after it was just a certain dude that printed these t-shirts Just a certain style of tea that was very limited and sold in like a bodega's and like small shops you know so not a time were being made
2: yeah yeah
1: so, so then i'm like Fuck, okay this is crazy and then time goes on i just noticed that like everything's Good with it. It has like the right tag, it has like the right build, the right print, everything. So that sits in my closet,
0: and I end up getting 1100 bucks for it. Yeah, dude. I'm looking online at the prices for these things. I'm like, God, dude, three thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, three thousand. But that's crazy.
1: So that was like the biggest come up I've ever had. Um, the most I've ever spent on an item was a grand. Also, um, it was this one piece. I actually I'll show you real quick. Um, it's, it's a mo- really super famous, a uh, famous movie one of my favorite movies of all time. My favorite actors, everything natural born killers. Yes, so sir. this piece, let's see here. Yeah. This piece right here.
0: Nice. Hell yeah. So
1: you got Woody Harrelson and Julia on the front. And then on the back, you have the, the track list of like all the tracks that are in there. Wow. Licensing and all that to people. Yeah. They're probably like, what in the hell you paid a thousand dollars for that? But, um, actually like this t-shirt on the regular sells over for um, $1,500 and you can't really find them sold or online for like less than two grand. Um, I actually was able to cop this for, in my opinion, a steal. So it was just a, a wise investment and also the chance to get one of my favorite pieces. For a, honest, like a quote unquote affordable price.
0: Dude, I had no idea about this world until you just told me about it, basically. That's... Oh,
1: awesome, dude. I'm hyped, yeah. I'm hyped to hear that. I was stoked to introduce you to it. How did you um, first get so into fun, it? It's so fun, dude. It's yeah, so nostalgic, it. Yeah,
2: that's so it's,
0: sick. You
1: got, you got stuff like, you got, because I'm a really big I'm into like cartoons and stuff like that. You know, I got the the Great Gazoo. Oh, wow.
0: That's OG. Which
1: is like a wild piece. Just like,
0: yes. That's the
1: make. They'll try to reproduce it, but it just isn't made like how it was, dude. Like the original stuff is just like, ah, it's so, it's this quality. So yeah, yeah, dude, I don't know. That's just a little introduction to like the other life that I'm into outside of BMX, you know, like it's just a new, new stoke for me. And it like keeps everything fresh and helps out with the money side of things. And, you know, (laughs) it's just a, it's a grind and I love it. So yeah, (laughs) I I love it it now as well. (laughs) Yeah.
0: How long have you been like balls deep in this thing?
1: Um since 2020 when like COVID hits, I know that's so cliche to say whatever, but I needed something to do. And at that point in time, like I was thrifting a little bit, you know, I was like getting introduced to it a little bit by my friends locally and stuff, but yeah, I moved about to Austin and started going to the bins, and I found uh I found a what was it? I found a Grateful Dead t-shirt that was like one of my first sales, and I sold for over a hundred dollars. I'm like, holy shit, you can actually do this. Like, this is crazy. I literally paid 50 cents for this thing at the bins and I flipped it on this app for a hundred dollars I'm like what the hell yes yeah, and Previous then like concept. right after that I got introduced to doing like um people are doing uh not auctions but uh raffles so I found like a cool Mike Tyson t-shirt I linked up with this dude at the bins, just talking you know how just starting conversation you know and he's like hey dude come over to my place and we'll we'll just we'll do this raffle together live and like it usually will go super well and we combined our both our Tyson T-shirts together and ended up doing like a thirty ten. Like we both took home like one hundred and fifty bucks from it, real quick okay. as well. So that was fun. And then after that, this dude Chris nineteen eighty something, he created this like live auction like just movement, dude. It was crazy. Uh, like the, a whole community of everybody that was like super into T-shirts started doing these live auctions every every weekend where like I would go on for. Say exactly like we are right now. I would have an hour set. I would go through, show my item, and then there are people bidding on Instagram Live, putting their numbers in, huh. and just bidding, bidding up the T-shirts. And like at the end of it, you'd pay through like PayPal or or something like that, you know? Yeah. So that Damn. just like took over, and then that's like where I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm going. I'm traveling now, doing this shit. Like, I'm going to California. I'm going to Arizona. I'm going to. Like I'm going all over the country, like I do for riding. I'm now traveling, going to events like these huge, like um, places where we're all just linking up, try, buying and trading T-shirts. It's <laughs> that's so, so good. It's, dude. it's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like there's a whole nother
0: world. I'm telling you, yeah. it's wild. That's amazing. So, yeah. Oh uh, shit. <clears throat> well, hit me up when you come to Arizona, man. I'll, I'll come, dude. Come I definitely to will this, to a vintage. 100%. What's it? Yeah, what's it even called out like, there. flipping vintage? that even though yeah, you're digging, you're going to bandos, uh, I'm picking it up. You're going to Yeah, you're, 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 you're going to
2: be, you're
1: going to be thrifted in no time. <laughs> looking probably for these tees. Oh,
0: that's <laughs> so good. I'll have to buy one from you. I don't even know what, but maybe a dude. Yeah. Like we'll if, wrap one.
1: if you want a thing I do for people is I, I like, I'm like, yo, tell me your size and like genres you like, and like send me, you know, 50 bucks and I'll send you five t-shirts out. Fire, you
0: know, dude. Let's go.
1: And, I'm and it'll be all vintage T-shirts, you know? Like, they're not going to be, like, the Grail $100 tees, but you're going to get some r- really cool, fun stuff yeah. that you're going to be stoked on, you
0: know? That's what's up. That's
1: over 20 it. years
2: old. Yeah. So.
1: Speaking of old, how old are you? 34. I always want to say 35, but I'm just excited for 35. I'm not, like, in a rush for it. But I just feel like 35 is going to be a good year for me. So yeah, 34 is what I have right now. <laughs>
0: that's, a great, that's a great attitude. Everybody's like, I don't want to get older. Oh, shit, I'm going to be 35 next year. But you're like, this is going to be the best year of my I'm life.
1: Just, dude, if I just keep like, hopefully I keep on keeping on, dude. And I just keep learning new shit. Like, all like I try to keep learning new shit all the time and keeping it fresh. So I'm excited for like, whatever's to come, dude. If I, like, I'm going to get older, but bring it on. I just want to keep learning and just like doing cool stuff and progressing. You said as it, man
0: learning is, I think that's key. Like you keep exercising your brain and body and you're going to be young forever, you know, that's the goal. brother. That's the goal. Speaking Just of learning body, new shit, that is telling us <laughs> <different>, you know, <laughs> yeah, <Like. laughs> for real, it is like my, my mom always had this sticker on her fridge. Uh, how old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? And I always thought I was like, that's, that's a stoner thought, mom, you're a fucking stoner, that is a stoner thought. but it's a good one. I, I think yeah, i'm yeah, younger I now than I I was that. when that's
1: I was a good 29. bumper sticker yeah did you say it was a bumper sticker
0: no it was my it was on my mom's fridge so oh, on the fridge some that sort of like sticker
1: that could be a bumper sticker too yeah,
0: yeah for real what's the last thing you learned on your bike
1: dude at albany did, i learned a new trick that i was so stoked on i gotta give credit i think to julian i saw him do something similar in his story recently ish i think don't quote me but if it is true i gotta give credit to him but the tire ride 180 drop ice 180 oh nice feels so good dude and i like when it like when you commit to it it just kind of works like it falls right into it and it spins you right out it was such a cool feeling so Hell yeah that made me feel young again when i when i laced that at the at the gym i was like yes this is <laughs> such go. a good feel you know you get that feeling that like you're like this is why i do this shit.
0: for real so I just it it's felt been good to so long
1: back to learning.
0: <laughs> it's been a while since I've learned something new on my bike. Like I'm kind of just re- trying to relearn the the old shit because I took a serious little break. But oh, yeah, I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say, like... Julian, who never heard of him. <laughs> 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 Fucker won't come on this podcast, uh, Julian. <laughs> uh, oh god, get out of here, brother!
1: Get out of here. The world needs to hear your voice.
0: Oh shit! But yeah, I took a serious break, and then it's for the past couple of years has just been like. Relearning the old tricks, which feels good. Like it, I just learned how to 540 cab again, and I'm like, and that's one of the yeah, first things I like that I was. I feel you got to do
1: that, dude. If you want to get like back and strong on your bike, because there's so many people that like, they're like get injured or they stay, they get off it for a bit and then they go like full 100, yep. percent And dude, they can't handle it, their body can't handle, it, and they break down and just like get hurt, or else they just get like they're just like nah, I'm sore the next day for the next week. This sucks. Yeah. So it's that's, it's that's good real. that you're like doing that. That's like I got to keep telling myself every time I like. I'm like getting how, like getting back at it. I'm like, yo, just ease into it. Basics. Yep. Just like, you know, get your, get your strength back before you start twisting and turning too much. You know,
0: for real so. though, it's crazy. The biking muscles, like they're so specific. Like if you don't ride, Dude, for they're a so couple specific. Weeks, like, yeah, oh
2: my God. <laughs> like the biking muscle, we sword. don't get.
1: We, yeah. It's strange, man. It, I mean, that's like with anything, honestly, like any new activity you do, you're like, oh wow. I had muscles there. That's crazy. Like, yeah. It's interesting. It's fun. That's why it's I think, also cool getting into like different things and doing different shit too. Right.
0: Um, what about like exercise shit outside of BMX? Are you doing anything?
1: Dude, it's such like a discipline, self-discipline thing. It's just like, it's so hard. Like I keep like for the past, I got injured pretty bad towards the end of maybe like early May. I like tweaked my knee really bad and then got healthy and then threw my back out and then tweaked my knee again. Damn. um or like it wasn't even a tweak the third time I, I dude it got it smashed against my stem so bad that I caused like a like a knot in my tendon and like threw my <laughs> knee out of line it was fucked and I'm still dealing with a kind of a click now but back that's just that, a couple months ago it was yeah, yeah. so okay. I'm just like now easing back into like riding that's why there I have not like I haven't been like putting too too much stuff out just because I've been trying to heal really so yeah I don't know. It's it's been Good. nice dude, It so takes like, time. It takes time, dude. But I, I'm sitting here like, all stress the hell out. I'm like, dude, am I not doing enough? And I'm like, I gotta ride. I gotta put more clips on Instagram. I just, like, <laughs> drive myself crazy. But I've been I'm a little better with it lately. So.
0: <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> it's so easy to drive yourself nuts thinking about that shit. Like, especially oh God, like being a pro like you are. It's just you know like, what is? Am am I doing enough? But dude, legislation just came out. That shit was fire. How long We're has it been really since I came that. out? We've been talking about doing this since I came out. It's been like 2 weeks. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was uh yeah, it was It was like 3 weeks ago now, I think.
0: Dude, that's forever in um, internet world, man. That's so for last year. average bro. basically
1: it's basically <laughs> just like gone. I guess <laughs> like you can't even get to it now. It's so far gone.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about <laughs> legislation. Right? right. It's yeah. Legislation, right?
1: Yeah, legislation. Yep. Well, first I said, of all, they like, call it breaking legislation, but that's not a, it was like a little too much, you know. Just because we are like, well, legislation's kind of like, like the law ish. Right. Like it's like, we're like breaking legislation is like kind of like breaking the rules and the law and like kind of what we do already. Anyways, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, legislation we ended up coming up with and I like it. It's like,
0: I'm first of all, did you get my comments? Legendary. Um, yeah, uh, everyone, other-
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were so quick. Those, dude. I was dying. Leg is such a fun one. To I come appreciate up with funds it for. Really.
0: <laughs> oh, man, those
1: were, those are were gold. I wish I, I wish I could remember them right their now. Gold
0: stars with that one. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so when, how did that project start and why? Like, cause <sighs> I, I think I met up with you guys while you were on a trip in Phoenix and it was kind of like, yeah, it's Kramis and then you, everybody there, but, and I was like, so you guys doing like a trip video and you were like, nah, everybody's working on their own shit. And I was like, hmm, yeah. cool.
1: I think at the time, like, um, like themed videos were just popping around like the office and like kind of around I was like, well, you know, like, it'd be really cool to like do an all ledge edit, you know, just something I just really enjoy riding. And um, when I thought of like a ledge edit, I was like, like a lot of like ledge riding is like super technical stuff, just on a flat ledge, you know, and I was like, yo, there's so much more like architecture to a ledge than just like it being a flat ledge. Like I want to like, like really show that in a video um and just like go along with like what i look for like while riding you know so like kind of complemented each other and i was like all right like and i also like low key was like yo it's just ledges so like no stress you don't gotta like (laughs) do any rails or go like too big you know so like it'll be a chill (laughs) project you know (laughs) so i was like sick this is gonna be dope it'll be a quick thing you know i'm like in my head like thinking and it ended up being like like I, I don't really have anybody to film with at home. Like I only filmed with Zach really, mm-hmm. and I filmed a couple clips with Mastroni because we did some like personal trips where we just like went out and cruised like some uh, cities together. Um, and also like I don't know, I just, just like so basically, yeah. I don't even know what I was talking about there, but. Basically, I only got to film on trips. So I'd basically go out to Cali for like a week, film for a week. Zach would come out to Pittsfield for a week, would film for a week. So I got to do that like I think four or five times over the course of two years. So that that was pretty much like the timeline of that. And um, it was originally going to be like a ledge edit straight from the beginning. It, it always was going to be a ledge edit. Um And yeah, I just ended up coming together. And towards the end of it, I just kept getting like tweaked or just hurt a little bit or just we wouldn't things weren't working out i was just getting so frustrated i really wanted to like use oh uh, excuse me both songs the full both songs and have like around like a five to six minute part or like four whatever yeah. but we're just like you know what it's like a theme video like let's just put it out like you know i was stoked on like what i had and i was happy with the last trick and stuff being like a hometown hitter and whatnot um so i was like but you know let's let's get it out and zach whips up so fast and like such a good way and he killed it on the edit, dude. I was so stoked. He's incredible, it, so. dude. <clears throat> I was the gas.
0: I loved it, man. It was, it was great. And I really love ledges. That. So, and you know, you're right about like the architecture of ledges. Like it's some, everybody who's listening can definitely agree. Like just driving around when you see a dope ledge, that's, you know, it's, it's special, you know, that's so weird it that is, like, we look at ledges, so the layman person they're like what the hell are you staring at i almost get in car accidents like constantly just looking at looking over oh my god
1: rubber neck just like dude yeah. all the time all the time but yeah it's cool with the ledge too is like it's like why why is, your, is there just a, a, like a, a rectangular like just block on the ground like yes. it's just like such a weird thing that like, that's what we're gonna build for people to put their butts on
0: yeah you know real.
2: like
1: like it just like works out so perfect for us you know and why do they
0: exist so much oh this is a genuine question like why are why does Cali have so many spots and then like Phoenix you have to drive 20 minutes to a spot like why are other places don't have spots why does Cali have so many spots is what I'm asking I think it's
1: just because it's more congested right there's just more more like fill there right just like there's less like openness like arizona definitely has some openness to it you know yeah i might sound dumb saying that but that's what i'm thinking like i don't don't really yeah yeah, it's sprawled out pretty pretty far and like you think about like towns out by me like it's really congested in a little town but then you drive 30 to an hour out and you're just in woods yeah and then you're into another little town where it's super congested it's just it's got to be just like just like what's good, like how so the city many is in general. It's just people, it's such a busy dude. big yeah it's just there's so much going on out there and there's just so much like mm-hmm. new happening all the time and like people competing with other people to make their spot or they're like um building a property like that much cooler than the other person and then right. you have like skaters and bikers that are now architects and like for real yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> and, like construction workers are building all these spots and they're like oh this would be sick like yeah this is beautiful on your building it's so <laughs> Put like, this a transition glare, this by way, your so front door. Find... <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. The transit. We'll tranny out these walls so water will flow off them better. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: like, exactly. like that, you know. Oh shit. Where have you ever lived there in Cali?
1: Um, there was like a period where I lived there, maybe like max like six months in Long Beach at the OSS house.
0: Yeah. Were you? Were you there when I came out for my little internship? Yeah, you were.
1: uh yes. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent that's that's because that's also uh josh Bettley came out and visited yep. you during that time too and then this kid that i was hanging out with back in the day chris wilkie also yes
0: love chris yep. i just saw him in the so, background of a clip from that video and i was like what's his fucking name i forget I, and he got the y- dagger y- tattoo from catfish right <laughs>
1: yes, yes dude yes. holy <laughs>
0: shit it's yep. all coming back
1: yeah I just remember chilling in that living room
0: on the couches that's like the only thing I can really remember me too it's all it's all such like little I remember Adam fucking yelling at me to get off like because I wouldn't I wouldn't I would just sleep the hell in I'd sleep until 11. if they yeah, like we we yeah.
1: fucking
0: slumping man and Gabe Brooks would show up at the house at like 8 a.m just mm-hmm. ready to go already got his workout in and Gee, I remember dude. he. I, I'm filming him from behind that couch, and he turned around and did this to the camera. And I was like, shaking. I was like, oh my god, he's like that. that <laughs> he's actually used that finger to, to pull a trigger. <laughs> like, <I'm> so scared. <laughs> he's so gangster. <laughs> Definitely a different breed that we were used to yeah. for sure, Daddy yeah, he, He's such a legend. Rest so in blessed
1: peace. to be in his presence, dude. Gabe right? be a good boy, by the way. Like yeah. shit. Gabe was the goat. Yeah, I love Gabe so much. So much. So many funny times with that dude.
0: Shit. Uh, So that's technically you lived in in California for a bit. That's cool. Have you lived yeah, anywhere else? A bit. What um, what was your trajectory? Take me, tell me your uh, life story, Jake.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, BMX racer, then got into dirt, got into street, and then. Well, let's grab, not skip over ice. BMX racing,
0: dude. Hold on, let's talk about BMX racing to start. How old were you? Who got you into um, it?
1: So my, I gotta give credit to my pops he had a couple buddies or he had a buddy that had kids racing in the local track. He's like, yo, you got to try this out. Cause the, yeah, I just like whipped around the neighborhood hitting like little crate jumps and all that shit. saw rad. So I was like, I knew what it was kind of, I was like super hyped on it, but it wasn't anything serious. So my dad's like, yo, like you should try going to the track. And then I got super stoked on that. It was cool. I was like really hyped, had my helmet on. I went to get my bike, like make sure they went through. Everything was good. Got my number. It was 154. Um and yeah, got on the gate, got up there, pedaled my bike, flipped over the handlebars, ate shit. <laughs> first, first, mo- first, mo- first moto, just dead, <laughs> dude. Fucking, I was balling. I was like little kid, crying for my dad. He comes running up, fucking grabs me, and then takes me off the course. I'm like, fuck racing,
2: <laughs> I- this sucks, you know, I'm done.
1: Uh, so then, uh, like a couple of years go by, and there's this new track up in Vermont called Catamount BMX that opens up. And uh, I'm like, fuck, here we go. Like, I get they like somebody, one of my family members like put it in my ear. I think it was my grandmother. And they're like, hey, like this new track. over do you want to try it again? And I'm like, oh no, I don't know. And like at this point, I've been still biking, like jump in, doing like bigger jumps and gaps, you know. So I'm how like, old are you at this point? Little, um, I'm eight at this point.
0: Oh, okay, got it.
1: So um, I end up going there, and I think it's like right around my night, like. No, I'm mean, ninth person. Yeah, I'm at eight. I'm eight at this point. So I get up there. I sign up. I or I get there and I find out that it's a fucking regional race. All right. So it's just something a little more intense. There's better riders there from all over the state. Okay. Like the states are like surrounding states. So I'm like, okay, cool. I sign up and do all this shit. I'm a rookie. I'm like a eight rookie, whatever. I get up in the gate and dude, I end up fucking winning the entire, like all the motos and the main hey. and everything. I'm just like juice from like, yo, this is, sick. <laughs> this is like made by calling. Like. I got this new bug now. I love it. Like I'm ripping. This is sick. And then yeah, it just kinda took off from there, dude. Where I just like went to all the races every weekend and I got into doing regional races and the nationals. And I ended up finding myself racing in Kentucky at the Grand Nationals and getting a number plate and all that stuff. Damn. I wasn't gonna, like a star what? at it, but like I was expert, a twelve X. I think I got twelfth that year at uh Kentucky for like the whole like national Ed, like a national. At year nine years 12. old. No, this was 12 at this okay. point. I was like, I was 12 expert and yeah, I got, I got, I got 12, 12 number plate, which was really good. in that, in that class. So dude, hell that, yeah. that was pretty sick. I was soaked on that for sure. Um, but then time just went on, dude. And I was just, the pressure just sucked, dude. I didn't want to like, it wasn't even anybody like putting pressure on me. It was just my own pressure and being like, kind of nervous on a gay being around people and just kind of being a little more timid, you know, I don't know, like. Uh, call me a pussy, whatever, but I just like, I'm over, I'm over. I just don't like this competition anymore. And I'm like, and I, a lot of these races, dude, they'd have like a kicker or like a dirt jump in the background or in the woods or something. Like I would way be, I'd way more rather be there, like trying turn downs and like no footers off these like gap jumps, you know, just like yep. whatever, like almost missing my photos, pissing off my parents and stuff. So it's just like, I don't know. And at that time I ended up getting, winning a raffle where the movie Thunder came about. Um, I think that was rides first, first video that they put out. And, um, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure thunder was. And, uh, yeah, dude, just like seeing lucky grind, like just grinding and just like all these crazy, like legendary dirt riders and just like, just people shredding outside of like racing. And I was just so turned on by that. I was just like, this is literally like what I want to do. This is the sickest shit. These people look like they're having so much fun and like it's so unique like everybody's so different in this video it's crazy to me you know yeah. or like i'm so used to this pedal 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 pump go fast, win that's like all i knew at that time really um besides just like messing around so really that video put me on the str- like just jumping and street and all that stuff and then started getting really into digging met a bunch of buddies out in manchester vermont um just ended up going out there every weekend my grandfather and grandmother would just drive me every weekend like an hour up into manchester vermont and i would just kick it with these like four homies like like every weekend dude it was a uh, grady madison todd smith and Devin cross like those were like in uh, rick Goddard. those were like the dudes that like we it was like that you know like you have a group of friends that yeah those are your riding buddies those are the people you're coming up with like you're learning everything with these people your first bar spins you're like their first 360 like everything so that just like molded me we're watching all the videos dude we're picking out favorite riders my buddy devin rode exactly like edwin like my buddy grady was like obsessed with steven hamilton like i was obsessed with kevin porter at the time so we're like all just mimicking these riders just getting so stoked on bmx and at that point we started going to like law revolution contests like fbm ghetto street comps like we're starting to like travel a little bit our parents are seeing that like we're into this and there's like contests going on and like Events and shit. So, yeah, we're just starting to go to those. And then at that point in time, I'm meeting people like Darren Mean, who owns like Man Made, and like Steve Crandall. And I'm just like getting out, branching out, and meeting all these new people, getting into like the community a little bit. And then the FB on Ghetto Street Comp, the last one, my bike got stolen as I was going up to collect my prizes. I ended up getting third at that event, which was like was like an AM contest. Dude, I was so fucking hyped. I was so happy Went yeah, to go get my prizes, came back, like was gone. Nobody had anything to say. It was like, Shit. Oh, sorry, buddy. I'm like, God fucking damn it. This is, I was like, so bummed. I was <laughs> For like, real. Fuck, man, whatever. Yeah, it, it sucks. So at that point in time, then I'm like, just moping around, chilling. And then I end up like running into like, uh, Steve Courteau and like all of his friends from New York. And we just kind of click and start talking and whatever. And I got like his AOL. And then I just started talking to Steve on AOL like every day, you know, we'd be like trying to just like talk and be a max, send videos, whatever. And he was like, yo, you got to come out to New York sometime. I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm like probably like, I don't know, fucking 11 to 13 at this point. Yeah. Um, And it was I'm the, like,
0: was the, I think the last fbm ghetto comp that i just looked up that your name is in like the description is for like an amateur result type thing is yeah 2003 and okay so you're 13 14. 13? okay so
1: 13 or 14. okay yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm i'm that age i'm like i'm like this i'm not getting these chances to go to new york city by myself you know like yeah i still have to have my grandfather drive me out there he's like a g he was down to like bring me wherever he's just loved it you know it was so yeah. cool um but so like that's three hours from here you know so he's driving me three hours drops me off with Steve Croteau in fucking New York huh. and drives three hours back, comes and gets me Sunday, drives three hours and drives three hours back.
2: Damn,
1: He's dude. A, Hell yeah. yeah. he was a trooper. He was a, tro- a trooper to have. R.I.P. My grabs. He's Bill Sealy. William Sealy. He's a oh. Seeley, uh, He's the fucking real one, dude. What a guy. And it's cool, too, because a lot of people in the BMX community will definitely know that name because he was always right there with me, like, just, like, in the beginning of it was sick. It was sick. So, yeah so in new york city i'm meet. I, mean, I go out there with steve-o and i'm just he's he's so good at introducing you to people like just he just knows everybody you know so at this point he's just like introducing me to like all these people all over the city like the first time i met adam like i didn't even have pegs on my bike you know um and i was riding like an uh tony cordona's deployer fbm frame brake cable like all that shit you know first time in the city i'm just like getting so like i'm just like amazed by like the styles out there just like just that much like hecticness going on this buildings this like everything that like new york has to offer you know and i'm just like holy shit, this is like i want to i i i fuck with this this is dope so as time goes on and like not even like that long like maybe a couple weeks and then like we go out street riding and i put a front peg on my bike and i ended up like smith grinding up this rail like as like during some like session we had i was with like adam and steve-o and i
0: and what do you just say you whatever. put a front peg on your bike you didn't even put it back yeah
1: bike? so the I, I put a front peg on my bike before anything so i <laughs> there was a point in time when i was riding with just one front peg on my bike
0: and did you say you smith the rail <laughs> what the yeah fuck?
1: so like i was like at that point in time like I, you know i could like double peg and feeble grind but i was like so into this like because I was the point where i really like sweated kevin porter and i wrote no pegs for a while yeah and um it was just a like, that was like a just like an era where it was like pegless brakes like you know like coping dancing just like that type of like random style but yeah as time when I got into the city life like I was like Yo, I'll put a peg on you know whatever put it on and like doing a little bit of things here and there and then yeah we just come up to this rail and I don't have a back peg so how am I gonna grind up the rail so I'm just like fuck it I'll try smithing it and I ended up working out and like I was like damn like this that was that felt sick I love that that was so cool and then after that I ended up putting two pegs on and then as time went on like kind of towards like props era i threw on the third peg and i had three pegs on kind of like my props bio era
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um and then after that then it was four yeah once i put four on then i was stuck obviously and now i'm like obsessed with grinding it was like racing dirt ramp tech and now i'm just like love tech street riding so it's where i'm at
2: now
0: you do, and you do a damn good job of tech. I mean, you're skipping over like 10, 14 years of professional career right now. But 11. oh yeah, I didn't say much about, oh <laughs> and yeah, one two, skip a few, and we're here. <laughs> it's twenty twenty three. So period.
1: that's that's more of the lines of like what like riding type of yeah. I love like, that. So different eras around two two thousand. Okay, so then shit starts happening. we like in that era where there's like it was like FBM Ghetto Street comp and going to New York often. I ended up meeting like frank macchio and like people that were like locals in new york and then got introduced more to like that scene queen scene and then darren was like wow like dude we got to get you like you know you want to be part of uh manmade and i was just like dude this is like an honor like that was my first like real big spot or bigger sponsor i remember Man-Made dude
0: i remember man and at that time Manmade Seeley. was a
1: big company dude which yeah. so and like i was just like a random kid from the northeast that was like riding bmx you know out here just in that was like an honor to be on that team it was so sick so like time went on like with that we're just like filming some stuff and videos and uh garrett reynolds ended up getting put on the team and we're going on some trips together filming like a little split video part for man-made and whatnot which was pretty fun and uh that being uh, getting introduced to garrett then that was like a whole another era of just like people i met like out in like tom's river new jersey area and started traveling with all these different people to like baltimore and all over the country would just pack up into my fucking uh chevy blazer and just send it off dude like we would we packed like 10 people into that thing dude i don't even know how it was like rolling honestly it was crazy
0: just doing so,
1: it. so dude just doing it bro and at that point in time uh this company out of scotland i believe it was scotland called alone bikes um hit up darren it was like hey like do you have any u.s riders that you could want like that we could like you know put on a loan and like start hooking up and he like mentioned me and frank and uh we ended up getting put on this like cool like little parts company out of scotland called alone and they sent me out there to like england and go like do all this really cool stuff we filmed a music video for bats for lashes um, what <laughs> yeah cool. that was really cool we we're like all wearing like animal heads in it and like doing bike tricks down the road and like like spooky fog and music's happening. It, it was a pretty cool experience Like yeah. when you're 18, just about to graduate high school. Like that's like the shit, dude. I didn't even like for that trip, dude, I didn't even graduate high school because I wanted to go on that
0: trip. Yeah, dude. Fuck, fuck graduating. I'm going to Europe. Exactly. That's like it was yeah. the
1: last two weeks of school. Like I, there was mad stuff that needed to be done. I'm like, yo, like this life experience is going to be so much more important to me than this book work. Like, Yes, I'm sorry. I'll come back to summer school and and finish those two weeks. But I am going and I'm out.
0: (laughs) out. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best
2: decision
1: I've ever made in my life.
0: hundred (laughs) percent alone is is what it was called in Scotland. Yeah.
1: Alone BMX. Yep. And, uh, so what was cool about them, they were distributed by the same company or the same like house as Sunday Odyssey. Ah, so i had a really good trip i filmed a bunch of cool tri- uh, uh God, i got did not mean is that i filmed a bunch of stuff that i was like stoked on and um shot a bunch of really cool photos that i've like i've never had like photos in a magazine before so i was like so gassed i had like one of the opening pages in ride uk doing like a faky whip in this like famous kind of like half pipe thing out out there sick which i was i was so gassed on that and um yeah so i ended up getting a lot of coverage and having a really good trip and just meeting a bunch of cool people i think i i did pretty well at this contest that happened out there uh what's the one like bigger skate park that opened up in scotland that's like unit 23 yeah so og unit 23 i was there for the opening of that huh. um and they had a huge jam uh to like kind of like hey guys like this is you know this is the spot and yeah. uh yeah i ended up doing pretty well in that and so, I don't know. Word got out when I got back to Jim. And like, I kind of knew Jim from Woodward already, being a young kid and like looking up to a pro when he's visiting pro at Woodward, you know? So, like, we, we've chatted and stuff. But then, like, um, I don't know. I guess this word came about and I ended up getting a phone call like, hey, Jake, blah, blah, blah. This and that is like happening with like this, the distribution, whatever. Like, would you want us to send you a frame fork and bar? And I'm just like, dude. I'm like, jeez. I run upstairs after the phone call, like, grab. <laughs> Sunday bikes hit me off to fucking ride one of the frames. This is insane. And it yes. was uh, that mustardy kind of yellow uh, frame fork and bar, the creamy, Sick. the cream yes. type yeah. color. And that was like my first Sunday build, dude. And I was, was obsessed just, with like, those. Like
0: the that reminds me of Ian Schwartz. The yeah, the, fuck yeah. They had the, the was, like toothpaste colored ones. Yeah, dude. That was and the golden the purple. Era. I want to say golden era, but like Sunday's great for all eras. But I love yeah, For me, that was my favorite era. era. Yeah, yeah, so good. Fuck
1: yeah, dude! That's super nostalgic. That era. Yeah. When you think of Sunday, that's definitely like like a mid school actors That's, a, that's yeah. the first thing they're gonna think about. You know, same with are like we, the Vinnie frame, dude. That one was so good.
0: The salmon, the light blue, whatever. Oh, and. Ian would rock oh. the the white. Did you ever go on a trip with Ian Schwartz? You must have. Yes.
1: Yes, dude. Yeah. While we were filming Grow Up, I got to catch a couple of trips with Ian, dude. He was such a chiller, dude. He would just chill the whole trip until he got saw that one fucking spot he knew he had to hit. Nice. And when he saw that spot, he just got up and just handled business in like a couple of <laughs> tries, sat back down and just chilled the rest of the time. Dude. It was <laughs> crazy. Yeah, Most mellow my- dude I've ever met
0: straight up. I'm trying to remember like the drama. I don't. My- we're not about the drama on this podcast but what happened with ian schwartz
1: i don't know enough to speak on it honestly i would love to give us some tea but i don't know enough about it
0: and got no tea so what year is this that jim hits you up and you're on sunday it's uh, it's wild how long you've been rocking rocking with them it
1: might be like 2005 would that make sense
0: yeah sounds about right
1: about 2005 because then Grow up came out around eight and nine, and and Wait, oh, seven. isn't Grow Up
0: the most recent one?
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Up Up and Away. I'm so sorry. I keep saying Grow Up. My bad. Not, okay, so uh, Up Up and Away came yeah. out in 2009. So I got put on. Yeah, I got put on in 2007. So jim c hits me up he's he knows that i snowboard he snowboards he's like yo you want to go ride jiminy like that's a local he's like i'm gonna come up to jiminy peak Do you, are you down to like link, link up with me out there i'm like fuck yeah dude it's like a local mount, mountain like i might be like not remembering this exactly as but i'm kind of just playing it out how i remember it um so yeah he ends up coming up to the mountain we were shredding them you know we we're just ripping the mountain for like until close basically and He's like, yo, I uh wanna go get some grub. We end up going to this local spot called the old forge. We end up sitting down, catching some a good meal, um, having some great conversations and it just everything just seemed like fucking it was like we like known each other forever, you know. And this is like my first time really getting down and like talking to Jim and like, you know, like conversating like Face to face, whatever. So I'm like pretty intimidated, you know. He's like a legend in the game. Of course, yeah. i, I would be a young kid. I'm like, cheat. I'm like, no, this is crazy as fuck. <laughs> and then was as we uh go back to the cars, he whips out a fucking envelope and he just hands me this the contract.
0: Nice. Um,
1: I can't remember if it happened at the I just remember like us uh, him pulling out an envelope. It was either at the mountain or after dinner, and it had the contract, and it's like, hey, would you like to be pro for Sunday? And Damn. Yeah, It started started like that, dude, and fucking been there ever since. Been through so many generations of Sunday <laughs>
0: for real, so far, dude. Like, so Man, it's an so honor. Much, it's, so it's much cool. changes.
1: <clears throat> so much changes, dude. It's wild to see all the changes, I'm just like super fucking stoked that I'm still here and repping yeah. with a, a dope company like Sunday. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Imagine actually, that that weird. like dinner doesn't go well, and it's just like. <laughs> he's he's just <laughs> reserving the right to not give you that envelope you just start like, right. spitting in his food or something like you get he get mad just, and beat he him just up.
1: leaves he's like well all right <laughs> that You're didn't work out it the window. it's like the movie pans to the envelope
0: <laughs> on the ground yeah. <laughs> oh, on. <laughs> yep hello <laughs> darkness my old friend <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh shit. but so luckily that's...
1: the movie went it it, it it went the right route yeah dude and it's,
0: <laughs> the movie's still gone mm-hmm. um Shit. So tell me about early days about being on Sunday and Odyssey. Like, what or was it, it was just Sunday first and then yeah, it was just Odyssey. Sunday. I was never okay. on
1: Odyssey, but like being under the same roof and not having like yeah. hard sponsor or anything, like at the times, like they would always hook it, like help you out, you know, yeah. make sure you roll best up. So that was sick. That was always dope. But with them, they never really hesitated with that stuff at all. If you needed a part, it, like they're going to hook you up, you know, like Man. They want to make sure that you're even if they're you're just Sunday, they want to make sure you're rolling and happy. Which well, is well first let me
0: ask what is Jim's does he own Sunday in Odyssey? Jim Zelensky? N-
1: no, no, no. Nope
0: what is no, there's role? different
1: owners for the for the brands and then like then you have like the office people and stuff like that. It's just like yeah, but Jim, I don't know the situation, with Jim, if you maybe he has share in the company still or certain parts or certain ideas or there's anything of that sort i i don't really i wish i knew more about like the backsides of stuff and i hope to learn more about like the back ends of certain things to you know learn more about like kind of like what's after they go hand in hand
0: jim's name and sunday a 100 percent.
1: it might have been something where he sold the company and now he's chilling you know maybe he's getting royalties or something of the sort um i'm not a hundred percent sure
0: yeah um Either way, what was your like first big trip with them or your first big memory? Like was meeting Aaron Ross a big deal for you?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Aaron, honestly, yeah. Aaron Ross, like right from like, OG like Empire video, you yeah. know, with like fiddle in the band, like song and, you know, yeah. like got to have a fiddle in the band like that shit. Like, dude, as soon as I saw that video part, I was like, yo, I'm a fan of this dude. Like he's got this clinking ass, like hub guard off his bike. He's doing like the craziest like grind to like whips and like just the wildest spots. Like, I get, I can get down with it. was shit footed and like just mm-hmm. like, there's just so much like that I could like relate to in a way. That um yeah, I was like so attracted to Aaron's riding. It was so sick. So he was the
0: first one I saw do a manual three done a stair set. I still oh remember god, like yeah. the specific clip. It's like a five stair yeah, manual around the five stair. Like, exactly
1: yeah. Sheesh. Oh my god. I always remember too the huge like ice pick on the wall of the two seventy into mm-hmm. the bank. I mean, that's not like a crazy groundbreaking trick, but the way he did it, it was just like on see, that he's spot, a here, monster. Like a big wall. yeah. Yeah. It was, a it was sick yeah. And then that feeble, the feeble whip down the ledger, just like clamps <laughs> his legs together yes. as hard as he can. ground <laughs> yeah. just like clinky as
0: he got shit done. I wish I yeah, could like, did. actually, I don't wish anything. I enjoyed the shit watching. I enjoyed the shit out of watching all of his videos when they came out like this and you're talking pre hustling days, this is pre
1: hustling. Like, I don't even yeah. know what bike company he rode for days. Like, you know, Yeah,
2: he
0: was just, he was just, just a, a good new old old boy from Texas, Texas you know? Yeah. yeah that's that's right. so red. <laughs> yeah he's another story i was a
1: fanboy, dude like with aaron like i i it was tough with aaron because i didn't know how to talk to him and like i was like always intimidated kind of around him so i kind of like always put myself in a weird situation where i was just like too shy to like really like get to know aaron in a a certain way you know know, throughout this like whole time um so that's kind of like how like my relationship with aaron is like and there was like a point in time when i was like going to his house all the time but like I felt like I was like walking into a professional bike rider's house, like a legend house. And I was like, fuck, like, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, I don't know if I, I should be here. This is like too cool. You know, like I got like, there's like Chase Hawk, there's Aaron, there's like Sean Sexton. Like it was just like the pro house in Austin. And like, yeah. I got a chance to go there a few times and like, that was just like surreal to me at the time you know like
0: 100 like, percent,
1: holy shit like these people like i'm in the house of like these people this is crazy and that's like the first time like really getting out and like away from home and like traveling and shit. like mm-hmm. you know to like a place where i'm living on my own now and shit. because i live in austin I, i've been going back and forth to austin since i was like 16 every winter and there was a point when i lived there for like a couple of years or like three years at a time so nice it's like that's like a home away from home 100 so Hell yeah I got to experience a lot of cool things out there. But yeah, like that's like early Sunday days. Like even that era, that was like trying to think like I would ride with Aaron, you know, but it wasn't like we were even on the same team. I was like the younger kid and he was like the pro. Um, And like, I don't know, like we just didn't ride all the time together, but we were still like super cool and would see each other at sessions. But yeah, I never had like a really strong relationship with him just because I was like a little like too scared to like. Maybe open up a, f- a friendship with Aaron. You know, I always just think of him as a mentor and like du- that the dude. He's you know, Aaron Ross. Yeah,
0: I felt the yeah. same way. He came over to my house. I was like, get get out of my he- get out of my head. You know, like oh fuck. <laughs> right? Aaron Ross is sitting in my living room. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, crazy. Man. He's he's yeah, the man. I he's love just it. a really nice guy. He's kind of a goofball. I love it. Same with you. Oh, fucking fuck goofball. Yeah. Everybody's a yeah. fucking goofball, dude. I mean, there's some dudes that are like cool as shit, and it's weird to be like. Brad Sims is pretty fucking cool. Him being on my couch, that was a different story. I was like, oh my God, there's Brad Sims right there. It's nuts. But who who did you so you didn't have a like close relationship with Aaron Ross? So what? Uh, Who did you have a close relationship with on Sunday in the early Um, days?
1: Oh my God. It was like, and I can't remember. It was like oh, nine to like 11. It was like Eric Lichtenberg and like Alex Magellan. We were like the three Musketeers. We were just like, would get into so much like just random mischief that night. We would ride, like, feed off each other every trip. We'd be wrestling. We'd be, fu- it was like we were like just like all like little like brothers, dude. We would just like cause so much chaos on these trips just driving Jim crazy and like everybody <laughs> crazy, just like being wild, 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 wild men, dude. Just like, I don't know. There's so many of this like crazy situations. And, uh,
0: those dudes are both incredible things. bikers. Like, incredible bike yeah, riders they still are
1: to this day they're still yeah. going hard out there and you know just doing the life the life thing too which is great you know i'm, I'm so yep. stoked to see those dudes doing well i love that um yeah Coolest i don't get to see them as early i want to but when i do see them it's like i saw them yesterday though 100 man Love those that's guys. the cool thing
0: about bmx is it, you know, that's that, that's the type of like relationship you get it's just like you can go years without seeing each other but then when you do you have all those memories that you like can look back on that's dope. Who's who's dude. filming these early trips that you're on?
1: Uh, who? Oh, G- Jim C is filming on these trips. Nice. Dude. He like he's like you know what? I'm just gonna take over the media game and just like he got all this camera gear, all this shit, and then he just started like being the dude, main dude filming on the trips.
2: Sick. Um, I believe
1: there was a dude, I might butcher his last name, like Tom Arkins, um, who was like more of like a ramp rider, um, from back in the day, and he went on some trips and filmed some stuff for us, um. Who else? Oh, dude! During during grow or uh, during up up and away, it was Chad Shackelford who filmed oh, that. Yeah, video. So, so that was also the time when like shook was popping off. So that was yeah. also like really cool to be like behind or in front of the lens of him, you know, because all those videos are like what I was like looking up to and watching like all the time, dude. That was like such a cool Same. raw street like like an introduction to street like the or like street now and or in that time,
0: you know. What was it like filming with Chad?
1: Um, I can't honestly remember anything like (laughs) special or not at all. Dude, I'll be honest (laughs) with you. I don't remember one, one thing. I just remember like his footage being really tight and like some people not being stoked on that. Um, not to throw any shade or anything. I mean, I could care less. I mean, nowadays people want your shit tight as fuck, but Mm
0: -hmm. now um, it's like trendy.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it was just a different style and I, I feel like a lot of people weren't really too stoked on it. And he had like a, a vision maybe that like, maybe some other people didn't have. And it kind of just like ruffled some feathers. And then, yeah, he got let go of the project. Cause I think he just like, was taking too, too long or something. You know, I know I'm getting I'm...
0: like an image in my head of somebody on rollerblades filming Did Chad check oh do that, that
1: was Wade young dude. That was the homie Wade. Nice.
0: Young. Okay. Wade young. Yeah. Cool. So that
1: was like, that was even before this era. That was like alone days when I was like, dude, that was even like, that was young. Young me. That was that's so funny they brought that up. Yeah, dude. That was <laughs> Wade Young. He's a G, dude. He still films uh with rollerblades too when he does film like BMX and stuff and he's
0: smooth with it. That's dope. So like, that that's, was like that was actually man-made yeah. days,
1: dude. There's a man-made edit that he made. Um yeah, that he made for man-made that of, of myself. And uh that was like two thousand, maybe around like two thousand and four or five or like five ish, Aaron. Wow. Wild
0: I am trying to like imagine myself get just strapping on rollerblades at the spot <laughs> like filming I can't I because I suck on rollerblades dude dude same um, here
2: I couldn't
1: I I didn't know how he did it like he was able to stop he was able to fucking like do anything with like as a yeah. person who just have like normalized walk-in then <laughs> he would just like do it all
0: I'm ch- I, like if you could get good at blading and go through like bowls and shit like Twister does on the skateboard like oh my that god be, that'd be pretty cool Maybe yeah it really would it put throw some elbow guards you're free let's range go.
1: all above so you have all of, like your, yeah free motion dude you know that could be, could be a good thing i don't know it works for him he, he kills it with it
0: dude somebody's got to bring back the blades bring back the yes. blades
1: bring back the blades
0: um okay so let's you know keep moving forward in your time dude it's it's so crazy remember when you were like yeah and that's about it and then now we're here <laughs> oh my god yeah there's sorry. so much there's a whole part
1: of my life i missed. Been... <laughs> all right so where where, where uh, are we
0: Where on sunday you're filming with jim c for up up or oh, Chad yeah, yeah, for, for up up and away Chad for
1: up Up and away yep and then we've gone on some trips now we're just filming filming or we're filming uh like trip videos you know so those are with like jim c and some random filmmakers they're just got some freelance guys there's like this dude francis that filmed a couple trips um
0: does instagram that... exist
1: yet instagram does not exist yet um what was like as... bmx
0: media like at this point just to Sorry to interrupt the story, but what no, was... you're
1: fine, dude. Um, it, it was literally just YouTube and like, and even like, not even like YouTube was just starting dude. There was an era when it was like, you had to go into this weird URL to get to this link or this forum and then you click the link and then maybe that video loads of that web video, you know, like, yeah. Jeff, I'm pretty sure Jeff K Kalugowitz was the first person to put a web video out.
0: Yeah. And just um, embed it on a website. Or on yeah. YouTube. yeah. Yeah. I remember had, watching like, you have to go to a website and em- watch an embedded video or download yep. it. Like start the download before you go to school. And then when you get home, a two minute web video might be downloaded. Like Dude, so, so crazy.
1: Yeah. And now it's like every second by a flick of a, a snap, yeah. you're like, you've already gone through like a whole list of clips. And videos. did you ever watch
0: shit on uh, video Google when that was a thing? Do you remember video.google.com? No. All right. That's where I could watch low tech mixtape and animal. I used to Damn, think it was sick. i used to think voices was an animal video because i think somebody uploaded it entitled to animal voices on video google okay yeah <laughs> and so i, I remember like, going wow, on, this, like, this animal video is sick napster, like napster for vmx videos Lime let's Lime.
1: go dude oh my god i remember napster and limewire
0: yep so, i never dude, got into I was napster
1: videos off of there like edits that's
0: wild uh yeah. who was the first like influential web video that you saw Ooh. If you can remember any
1: god i can't I,
0: fuck dude we're old
1: I, yeah we old, <laughs> we old man i remember like i i'm like playing it out on my, my computer in my downstairs basement and i'm just like watching the video but i can't remember what it is i wish i could
0: but for, yeah for me but it was um, for me it was josh betley josh betley's f- web video with that one happy song and he's doing all the hang fives and crazy shit that Kyle Carlson made and it was on Vital BMS. Okay,
2: yeah, I was going to
1: say Car- <clears throat> Carl made that. Theory. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yep, yep.
0: Yeah. That Definitely. Was- and That's when I-
1: like it was kind of like the era where it was like obviously super tight pants and kind of like, uh, emo bands or like the softest yep. band you could possibly have. Like Mastroni was rocking like that type of era, where I, around the playgrounds and stuff to like a nice, soft, like, so thing. soft. Dude,
0: Mastroni yeah. was so soft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Mastroni, man. I love him. I love that. that, that so that old, like yeah. Just gentle, dude. It was so nice. And just yeah.
0: steady. Everything was on a tripod, self-filmed and just like real yeah. artsy. They, I love Mike too, dude, that I'd love. That old Mike, especially because yes. I, I remember messaging him, I think on MySpace or Facebook and telling him how I wish I could bar spin or something and just watching his bar spins. And he was so encouraging, like you could just do it. And here we are 16 years later and I've done one, you know, <laughs> <Mike>. <laughs> yeah, at least you got one under your, we, we did, we did technically do one. So I can't, I don't have to say I could never do it, but yeah, shout out Mike Mastroni. Hell
1: yeah! And so, like one web video that I can remember, the Death Grip video that he put oh, out.
0: Oh yeah, dude! Damn.
1: That's so maybe not the first, but that the first one that comes to mind talking about Mike, dude. That video. The Death epic. Grip
0: video. Yep. Yeah. Shit, that was so dope. And that was kind of the era. That was, I mean, where, um, the come up with the come up was a thing with the anonymous comments and all the yep. Like just, I remember just checking the comments over and over again, like holy shit. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Not people were brutal when, when you had anonymous. Like,
1: it's... dude, it was so brutal. You had yeah. to—you you were stoked when you didn't have like maybe like fifty hate things. Yeah, like, I was, only have forty-three yep. people hating on me right now. But there's like hundred people that are stoked. Okay, we're good.
0: <laughs> That's real.
1: <laughs> that was brutal times, dude. That was like Seriously. brutal truth. That is like people just shaming me like you're fat like you <laughs> like i'm just like what in the fuck is happening or i'm just trying to ride my bike and put out some video dude. what the fuck uh, is gonna happening? come to my house and kill my family just because
0: i want to <laughs> do a smith grind 180 uh, your mom's a whore <laughs> yeah <laughs> that right? type of shit i was just thinking oh, about okay. that the other day actually like an- anonymous is no longer a thing on the internet like your name is tied to everything like Yep. I, but it was such a big deal. I remember when you had to log into Facebook in order to comment on a come up video and I was like, Whoa, this is different. Like the anonymous shit is gone. Yeah. Good, the good that old was... days. Bye
1: bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: And then social media comes along and now we're in this whole different world right now. But anyway, that's a snapshot of BMX media back then. Um, yeah. I remember Vimeo was like the place for, and I was on BMX forum. What forums were you on? Did you get on the BMX forum? Yeah. Were you? Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. That's Definitely. that was
1: like the only one I really knew. That was like the main one. That's the only one I can think of. Honestly,
0: I remember bike guide was a thing that I never got into. And like, there was some okay, yeah, NYC, I BMX or something that was supposedly cool, but couldn't get a membership or didn't try or some shit. This is all, yeah. I don't know if you ever met my, my friend Cleon, but he was the one who like put me onto forums and all this shit, like okay. good old days of the BMX yeah, forums where <laughs> he first shared my, I first started sharing videos and then getting Cool comments. I remember playing games of bike with dudes over the internet, and it being what? so crazy. Yeah, we would film one that's trick wild. at a time. Yeah, I'm like all right, it's my it's my set. I'm gonna do a full cab on flat. It's your turn, and this kid, <laughs> this kid from the UK. Was we, it just honor
1: we, system or what?
0: Yeah, pretty much his honor system. Cool. I, uh, thinking back, cool. we were just so young to not even think about the fact that you could just cheat. But yeah, I guess the honor system worked. Shout
1: out honor
0: system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, Shout out honor system, dude.
1: So yeah, back to, like, yeah, now you're back saying, to like, talking come up, come up days. Like yeah. that's a whole another era, dude. So like forums are happening, like Adam's starting to come up and like, I just start, like, we end up like every weekend, it's like sessions. We meet at the banks and I'm just meeting all these different people. And I end up kind of just like falling into the crew with like Adam and muffin man and Nick Ontario spam and Steve. and like all those dudes, Oba. Like there's just a whole crew of like people that would ride together and and then it kind of just like more of the come up started happening and happening. More videos came out and then we filmed the come up DVD. We went on some trips for that. Um, and even that was like the start of basically kind of like every like this is like the real like passion for being like, I'm like, all right, like this is like going somewhere, you know, like I'm actually like in with like a, like a group of people um, I'm like meeting people every weekend. We're like going to different jams, like all around the country now. Like we're traveling. We're like, I'm like going on trips with Hoder, like Garrett Reynolds, like like all these people that are just like legends. And it's was like this is real. Like this is, this is happening. So time just keeps going on. Like more like videos come out, footage comes out. I put out like a Death Grip edit that um, I was I worked on filming with a bunch of different people out in that area. And um, I think
0: I remember that one. Um, was it to a metal song?
1: Yeah, it was to "When's the Plague." Um, and Death that COVID. was yeah, like, and it was just a minute long. Burst. And then
0: you did this. Uh, oh yeah, dude, this brings me back. Go so on. that Sorry, was actually yeah.
1: a lot of clips were filmed on my alone on that before. So that's like pre-Sunday, even right there. Okay. Um, the backtrack a little bit. So that like that era was like the beginning of the New York days, like meeting all these people, and then
0: progressive shit like dude 2006 doing an ice 180 up a handrail is so fucked like that's so ahead of its time thinking about it just (laughs) rewatching this i should be sharing my screen but it's whatever keep talking (laughs) i'm watching your shit
1: (laughs) so yeah like i just like spend a lot of time out there and then like you know life happens like people start moving and like kind of like getting jobs not riding as much so then at that point in time i kind of like uh fall into like a different crew of people i'm more towards like i'm not like chilling so much with like steve or muffin or my friends in connecticut like tom lavorna or people like that it's just kind of an era where like we're all kind of just doing our own thing we all might have like we we just like some shit just happened basically where like you know friendship just like kind of dwindles everybody gets into different stuff girl stuff whatever mm-hmm. trip stuff just like you learn more about the people whatever so then you know, like, time goes on, whatever. And then at that point, basically I'm just like riding and doing random trips with certain people. Like, uh, I think that's right around the time when we all moved to Austin, Texas, like Mastroni, Platt, um, Garrett Reeves, um, Adam 22, and um, Whammo, Craig and charlie well charlie came out just to visit but like that was like kind of the heads that we were like all right we're moving to austin so we all hopped in a van and we moved to austin that was like the crew that was like the dudes like after all that that was the people that kind of stuck together and then like we just sent it off so we all get to austin and we film football and during the time there that's when football drops so um that ends up going pretty well it was a super fun project we definitely uh caused a little ruckus in austin just like i don't know <laughs> i don't know The OS- just think of the oss team just like in that era just like in a city that like none of us are probably we're just like hey we're here you know <laughs> like, going to, like all the spots and just like <laughs> yeah so it was just like we definitely ruffled some feathers and shit but like we were all the young and dumb just fucking trying to do mm-hmm. it you know just like it was fun as hell dude we had a great time and a lot of chaos happened just like, like at the house it was sick it was just a lot what of sticks
0: out give me an example of chaos at the house <laughs> i just Darn remember football.
1: just like random people like with like not many clothes on just dancing around just freaking wild in the living room just fucking with these huge wizard staffs like 40 beers deep just like just like dancing until we can't even function anymore and like every orifice of like the building was just like something was happening weird and or funky you know it's just like
0: it was party just like house. prime
1: party day. Yeah. It was just prime party days, dude. You know, we were just getting a little loose as fuck. Hell yeah. It was like right after like high school. Like the, it was like our first time away from like a lot of us our first time away from home. Like
2: it's the time we to were do right,
1: it. Yeah, we were living that 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 life, dude. It was sick that. as hell. And you know, I don't live that life anymore, but I'm glad I got to Amen. experience it in those times with those people because it was fun. It yeah, it does Dude,
0: that. Shit doesn't last. If you're, if we were our age, still living that life, man, I'd, I'd be like, something's something's up, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got, got something's got something right? This is bad. What about on the bike? What sticks out from like being um, there for different, like there, you were there for watch, Garrett Reeves, being like
1: exactly getting to watch Garrett Reeves in person, in the flesh, riding, yeah, like at his full potential, like peaking, like would go up to the craziest thing. You're like, dude, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's going to work. You might die. He's like. <laughs> bucket gets <laughs> on his bike and lands it like like his his body just does like some weird like yes you're like how did that just work dude like, yep. like that doesn't make sense He's and that would be life. like daily dude like daily is like that was the highlight getting to watch Garrett Reeves destroy it for that what? video was what sticks out
0: what clip um, do you remember if the is... gap
1: tire ride on the ledge up ledge that aaron ross did a feeble whip to gap wall
0: Yes. Like, Oh my God, it, dude. Yeah.
1: Off, but it, the setup is like not supposed. You're not supposed to do that shit. Yeah.
0: His body contorts so much. Just so much speed, and then like <sighs> suck, suck up the ledge, and then
1: he like yeah, he goes <laughs> up, and then it sucks it back down, and then and then into the <laughs> le- I'm Like how? Like what, bro? <laughs> oh my. That's real. God. So yeah, like get in the watch that dude. Just um, other experiences. Um,
0: and then was that like your first time working with Mastroni? yeah the
1: yeah i think so yeah that was like the first time really working with Mastroni on a project yeah that was that's like one dope. of our first projects that was
0: the beginning of a very long fruitful relationship that's right i love Mike. you yeah that's
1: my buddy <laughs> that's my buddy that's my buddy we're actually trying uh, we to plan another him. trip right now we've been going on all these like little like uh little this homie trips like me john tinsley and himself like the three of us just kind of go to pick a city and we'll Psych. go there for a week and film and whatever we film, will go to whatever, you know, so
0: here he's got a new part coming out. later. Oh, yeah. Yes, Holy he does. Yeah. It's,
1: it could it could already be out. It's it's enough footage and epic enough. But you know, Mike, so yeah, he's gonna be putting a little more time in but it's a treat dude. He's still my man's not on the internet every day. But my man is still putting out yeah. masterpieces dude. It's just like he puts out such good art man. I love his writing he really does. And his film, everything editing, filming, writing is just Yep, he's a wizard.
0: Here's a wizard. What a what a great guy. What a great yeah, talented. I can't
1: that enough.
0: Um, Fucking right. Okay, a, so then and OSS era.
1: <laughs> okay, so as time goes on, that people piss each other off, things go happen. Everybody kind of splits up from that era. Over Wait, time, I guess. Let's like linger on the piss off part.
0: I want to linger what? on the piss off part. What happened that What happened to you that you remember? Who got pissed off at OSS? Who like what? You uh, you just well, at, rushed well, like, over.
1: Part of us moved to, like some of us moved to uh, California. This is like kind of like when I moved to California in that time. And like, I remember one thing that I I pissed off the guys was like um, I, I'm pretty sure I was filming and I had some footage with them, but I also had a new bike coming out with Sunday like a signature a colorway, and I was like fuck I need footage guys I don't like. I don't have any like footage I'm hurting right now. And I really got to promote my bike. Like, can I use the footage that we've been filming? Because I didn't have much. And I was like, it was like, I'd rather just not have this in it in the video and just use this as like with all my other Sunday footage to like
2: yeah.
1: wrap my frames and then be in the video. But then like, it's kind of selfish. And I wasn't really thinking at the time, like how stupid that was. Like I've ruffled feathers with like Mike really bad. There was a time when like, we weren't really talking and like, I pissed Adam off. And like, he's like, all right, dude, like you're all fucking OSS, you know? So like at that point, it was just like, you know, like I wasn't part of OSS anymore. And we were all just kind of like whatever with each other. It wasn't like I fucking hate you and beat your ass or anything. It was like, you know, whatever, dude, you're doing your thing. We're going to keep doing ours like just You know, we'd Got rather it. not deal with your that with you at that time. Because I was just like I was being kind of like a baby about it. And I was just like wasn't going about like the situation correctly or like thinking about it th- uh, thoroughly. Uh, I at missed the time. all this. So,
0: I don't remember this. So. it it, wasn't really like anything that
1: was like put out there or anything crazy it was just like kind of like a mellow following out or falling out with like with everybody you know yeah and then time goes on i'm like going on sunday trips and all that and then something happens where like everybody fucking just like becomes homies again we are like you know like we're like yo like you know i'm sorry for this or like um squash it dude like it's been a long time like like how are you doing like and things are like forgotten or just like put to the side dude you know and like that's real that's real friendship. And that's why like still to this day, dude, I rep OSS, like I'll rep OSS to the end because Adam and all those dudes are like they really are true friends, even through everything they've been through and everything I've been through, they have my back. Or Adam and like those dudes have my back like a hundred percent. And like Hell yeah. I really appreciate that and love that about them. Um I don't know. He just like no matter what, he won't forget his roots and he's just like I can respect him for that, you know, along yep. with everybody else that is under that. Roof,
0: you know. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the way he's handling whatever's going on right now with the Lena shit on Twitter is fucking wild. Yeah, <laughs> he's, but you know it. he's
1: like a genius and he's like he's he's plan he's like low key is planning all this shit, dude. You yeah. know, like he low key yeah.
0: like he it's really he has good, a grip really, on really good attention, it. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So <laughs> it's fucking he's wild,
1: a, he's he's wild and that's the whole other lifestyle. That I don't know anything mm-hmm. about, but dude, fucking he's doing it. it just like with everything he's done.
0: Calculated. He's done
1: it like to the fullest and yeah. he's been successful with it you know yeah. bmx hip-hop porn whatever it's yeah. going to be next you know like he's going to put in a 100 or fatherhood you know dude like, right yeah 110 no matter what he does and that's what i was
0: kind of like blown away when i, I came out for that and he let me do the internship for him i keep calling it it was it, like it's so I, I don't know i must have told you when i was out there but i, I was Talking to my dad and i was getting out of college and he was like robert you better get yourself an internship with one of these bicycle okay. companies and so i emailed your earlier
1: father yeah. was, like, was, yeah. do I was like so okay. i emailed a
0: bunch of different companies and nobody was like down and i emailed adam and i he's like come intern for me because i asked him just like do you know any bmx companies that i could intern for and he's like come intern for me canode and came and he taught oh, yeah. me wordpress and all this shit. but i was like most impressed by how smart he was i was i thought you know it was just like some fucking guy who knows how to run a website but like he you know he's a smart 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 cookie Adam 22 definitely man. um so it's interesting yeah. to see your perspective from like having the the history with the OSS and all that yeah
1: dude like we've gone to jail together like we've done crazy like crazy <laughs> shit's happened like there's one time in New York City bro and we were at some wild party and like I saw like a chick throwing some bottles out a window and I was like yo this looks fun as hell so I took some bottles and I started throwing some bottles out the fucking window dude And it ended up happening where like more people were throwing bottles out the window at that point, and I'm pretty sure a taxi got hit. And then at that point, cops are like fucking, fucking uh, blind, or like sending like lights up just count the like windows to see where we're at. And then we just like a little while later, we just hear all of a sudden, bro, the party's busted, and we're all in jail, bro. (laughs) And like, dude, that definitely was another part of like some people hating me for a while, dude, because I was just like. I was a dumbass kid just doing some stupid shit, and that's what happened, bro. We got put in jail for like a day or like a two days. It was like me, Damn. Adam, Rory, Chase D, um, Ben Hiddle, and a bunch of other <laughs> random heads, bro. It was during the it was during uh mega tour, bro.
0: Wow, fucking a,
1: yeah. <laughs> so that was that was a wild situation. It is wild. <laughs>
0: holy shit
1: so yeah i don't know there's just yeah. a bunch of during that era there's just some chaos that happened but yeah dude
0: it's um, like it feels like yesterday and it also feels like 25 years ago that all that shit was happening so, like yeah anyway. it
1: for real though so for real
0: the oss beef gets squashed over time and yep. then you're living in Cali. And then like
1: and during that time too i'm like kind of finding myself again like i'm already, i'm like i'm not doing good with sunday like i'm not doing enough like they're already like they're getting the phone call, like, hey, we gotta call you down to this, dude. I'm like, fuck, fuck dude. It's winter time, you know? I'm like, God damn, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, this sucks. And I'm like, bringing up this shit. I'm like, why isn't he, why Why is he getting more than me, this and that? You know, like, just being like a dumbass kid, yeah. bro. I'm just like, thinking I deserve more than I do. And I'm just like, like yo, I've been on the team longer. Like, why is he getting more than me or whatever? Why am yeah. I getting cut? This and that. And I just got put in a check real quick, dude. You know, like, I just stepped back and like, took real or took, uh, uh, took, um, inventory no, took, um, account for our accountability for my actions and realized that I, I was in the wrong. I, I was fucking up. I was thinking I deserved a lot more than I was doing or putting out there. And like, I just didn't have the proper like drive or like the proper way of like promoting myself and the brand thinking of it like that i was just like thinking like oh i'm a pro bmx rider i i'm getting money or i'm uh, you know i deserve this or that it wasn't like oh i need to actually like do this and that to get this and that yeah. or you
0: know like you're entitled <clears throat> yeah you're like i'm a exactly. pro just pay me i'm you know yeah i, don't I, was, to entitled,
1: do anyway. I was thinking it through and, and like thinking of how i could benefit the company or like help them out more than you know because that's we're pro riders for the company you know like i gotta make sure i'm doing my job so i stepped back i made some apologies um and i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna flip the switch you know because at this point i was kind of just like chilling dude i was getting i was gaining a lot of weight i was just like i was not in a good place so i was like all right you know what fuck it i'm moving to austin so i hit up Strand and a couple other people we ended up and my buddy frank and we ended up moving to austin texas and we lived right next to uh Mabel Davis skate park, which was sick. So I get out there and like, at this point I'm riding every single day, dude. I'm like, I'm like repping as hard as I can. I'm like in a, in like a good way, you know, not over the top, like needy. Yeah. Like I'm just repping super hard. I'm making sure I'm doing everything I need to do. And like, my main focus is like, yo, let's, let's, let's do this. Like I gotta, I wanna be a pro rider. Like I yeah. really wanna be a pro rider so i just worked super fucking hard um and at this point this is when jim left and walter perringer was now the new tm so this was a phone call i get kind of after all like after i'm like already hyped i'm like i'm starting to like put more shit on instagram this is kind of like when instagram is like really going you know Mm -hmm. um so i'm like just like everyday clip like i'm just trying to really put it out there that i'm like stoked on riding and i'm in it for like you know the not in it for the brand but i just like i'm, I'm enjoying being a pro rider i'm enjoying yeah. riding my bike and um
0: which so is so simple but that's it you know like it's easy that's to lose that it, yeah, yeah exactly i'm dude. happy you figured that shit out
1: i am too and i'm still to say so i'm so fucking thankful for it um so i get to austin and it's like me alistair and Char- i end up like really like i've known charlie i've hung out with him before but i never really got to like be like friends with charlie so like Charlie Plummis is out there and he's like one of the main like filmer dudes, whatever. Um, That aside, like ends up being one of my like best friends, dude. We end up hanging out all the fucking time and just like really like clashing or not clashing with each other, but just like, you know, just um,
0: the opposite of clashing. <laughs>
1: yeah, bonding super well together and just like just feeding off each other's ideas and just coming up with all this fun shit to do. And we end up build, uh, making like that edit with, uh, myself and Elstrand that Charlie made with like all the super smash bros, like graphics and shit in it. Damn. Um, I got to rewatch that.
0: I, I thought I watched all your videos. I did not watch all your videos. So would take days. <laughs> Go on, <laughs> no, bro, dog.
1: Um, but yeah, so uh, that was like a video that me and Elstrand put out and like that ended up doing really well. And I was like pushing myself a little more but, and Walter was like such like a, he's like just a really, good videographer and photographer so like I, all the results that i was seeing was like wow this looks so professional and like cool you know like i've never seen stuff like this clear before like well done was, so like, was I just like just
0: early on the hd game yeah exactly
1: yeah. so that like that juiced me up even more to like just like put myself like maybe down some more scarier stuff or like something that was like oh i don't know but mm-hmm. now i'm like oh dude that's gonna look so fucking cool like i i guess i'll like man up and do this you know yeah and um yeah so there was that whole era basically during grow up right like a little before grow up and well this is actually damn yeah this so walter was on for like almost five years or so i'm pretty sure yeah so yeah so i'm just like out there filming walter He's seeing good like um good momentum i'm just really motivated to ride and all this stuff and time goes by another year goes by and then I'm still. I just doing more and doing more, and I'm just like kind of out there, and I'm just like you know, just riding and just being more of a professional rider, and yeah, I got like I got raises and I got like a lot of respect, and and then that's when like parts started end up coming my way. Um, I started going into the office more and pitching some ideas, and they were fucking with my ideas, and that was super cool, and that just motivated me even more to do more stuff, and. Yeah, that kind of just, like, it ended up turning into, like, having my own frame, bars, tires, seat, pegs, grips, like, a ton of stuff, dude. So they just, like, they really, like, respected what I, like, my input on stuff and trusted in me and my riding. And that's, like, that means so much after almost getting kicked off, you know, and, yeah. and now I'm still, like, 15 years later, I'm still with Sunday. So, like, it really shows you that, like, if something can go sour, that you can change it and you can make things right again and like you can almost get a second chance you know if you go about it right
0: yeah so true. i'm
1: super thankful that i didn't get bitter and be like "Fuck them you know like they cut my pay like this like i'm, I'm out of here you know It was like okay why were they why why did they cut my pay what was i doing wrong and how can i fix this
2: hell yeah you know yeah
1: so it's like after i learned all that and like there's times when like, you know, like you get frustrated, even like nowadays and you can get like a, a sour taste in your mouth. But like at the end of the day, dude, like you're just riding a BMX bike and do you want to rep this brand? Do you believe in the brand? And if you do, then you'll do whatever you got to do to fucking, you know, yes, rep sir. them and help them grow along with you.
0: Yeah. So, fucking A. 15 yeah. years, yeah, dude. dude. Yeah.
1: <coughs> <Yep. laughs> so, yeah. And then that was grow up and then. Walter ended up uh, leaving, and
0: grow up was so good, dude. The whole the whole so theme good, of it,
1: man. I love that video. It was more not even the video. It was just that the trips and the experiences. I've never traveled more in my entire life than I have for that video, dude. Sick. And for me, that is one of my favorite video parts I've ever filmed, and one of the, like the most like like proud of work. Uh, or sorry, I'm mostly proud of that one. You know, like oh yeah yeah I don't know that was like one of my favorite video parts I ever put out and yeah that it's was so cool to just so see the,
0: the young footage of everybody you know like unreal.
1: oh my god yeah especially Mark Mark looks so young in that whole yeah video, dude. dude
0: and it's like because he's probably the youngest in it but he's I I remember yeah. that Mark doing those tutorials a little bit and now and then yeah do that, out that of Martin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wild. <laughs> we so were like,
1: talking about that the other day like it had, uh, t- t- how long ago that tutorial was and, like, he looks like so he's so small and, like, <laughs>
0: yeah. tiny yeah. little mark did you see tiny him at the man. albany jam how's he doing mm-hmm.
1: i did dude and it was awesome i haven't seen got to see him in a long time like almost like i keep saying it's almost been like three years but i don't know my timelines just all over the place but it's been ages but he's doing well man he's like running a couple bars out there like really running the show and uh He's still riding, and he's he seems to be doing really well. He looked really yeah. healthy. Seems seemed in really good spirits, dude. I'm, I'm stoked. It was so good to see him, honestly.
0: Hell yeah! So, he's gonna yeah, be Mark's, a boss at whatever he's he does, world, dude. man. It, it was cool. He's he's got that attitude of, and that I don't know if it's attitude, but just he's gonna be fucking great at whatever he sets his mind to. You know, like yeah,
1: he's just a talented kid, dude. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like no matter what, he doesn't ugh, he doesn't like failure. I'll tell you that, you know. Yeah. Right. He, he just like yeah, he wants to go 110 percent. It seems like anything he does, so.
0: So in Grow Up, the intros, everybody's intro has just slow motion shots of you guys all pedaling around. Did you guys film that at a jam? Or is this like... No.
1: So we put out a notice. That we're like, hey, we're going to go film this at this spot in San Francisco. Show up. And that was the turnout that we had to Sick, film our intro. Dude. We're like, we... Because we wanted to like kind of be getting chased by like other riders, you know? and yeah. like. We had to run, like, run away from us. We all bust out of the van, or got in the van and like zipped out and shit, you know. Yep. So we were trying to escape the like the the fan the fans, you know. I don't know. It was it's just a fun quirky idea, like
0: or like we're vibe. trying to
1: escape our like youth to grow up. I don't know, dude. It's I like, like that. We got metaphors, <laughs> baby.
0: We got metaphors. <clears throat> so what does it mean to grow up? What what does grow up mean to you, Jake Seeley? I actually kind of, Dude, that's that that's tough because yeah.
1: all right to me, growing up is not, not living a life fueled by your passion anymore. Hmm. That's yeah. I think that's, I think that's grown up and not having a life fueled by your passion is growing up. Um, You're never going to obviously grow up. another, another way to like say growing up, like having kids, having a family, having a house, having this and that, but like, i plan to hopefully one day have all that but still not be grown up you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i want to yeah. forever live a life fueled by my passion or, or a passion you yeah. know like i don't know anything you do I, I don't know yeah once you stop doing like that i think then you're dying possibly yeah. like and you're just you're done you're, you're growing you're growing up you know you're you're growing up
0: yeah <laughs> and then you're just shrinking like, and getting old. Yeah, it's
1: it's, like, it's basically just like the tip of the iceberg. You're basically going down.
0: Yeah, for real.
1: I mean, that's just like, a, that's like a dark way to think of it. Obviously, it's oh, like, a good it's
0: a good you answer. Know, getting
1: your or, or getting your shit together, you know, get making sure all your bills are paid on time, making sure you have savings, making sure you're out of your debts, making sure responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, that's another great way of, of being a grown up, you know, like, I like I that know. version.
0: I like I like that assuming responsibility because i always i skirted responsibilities for so long dude and then that, once i, yeah, fin- once that I finally now, yeah. did it it kind of felt good like paying rent yep. paying bills on time and dude. taking yeah. care of a dog it's nothing but it's so nothing.
1: also yeah growing up can feel good like all of those things yeah. you named like literally give you a good feeling like yep. c- accomplishing in them like and, and maybe that appreciation is what growing up is
0: yeah there having it is. the
1: appreciation for those feelings you know what i'm saying
0: Fuck, are we grown ups, dude? Shit. Yeah, we <laughs> might be grown ups. Damn it. God <laughs> damn it. So let's talk about your grow up part. Uh, what's your What's something that sticks out? What's your favorite clip from it? Is it the the ender?
1: I love the ender just because that was like a trick that I like thought of and I've always wanted to do. Yeah, in real on a real spot. The
0: stoke is real too. Hasn't. Yeah, that was can, like. Honestly, has anybody done it? Time, so for those like, listening, it's a X up crooked grind easy one eighty.
1: Yo, I really have a dream. Like I've done it on like a Sabrosa rail and stuff but like the 180 x up fakey uh, fakey crook to Indian.
0: Huh. The motion
1: <laughs> uh 180 x up fakey crook to Indian out. Uh, yes. Or or whatever. Uh, you want what would you just it. say about that? That is I want to do that. That's what I next like like kind of like uh my my uh dream what do you call it? Your uh your great. sleep killer your but great, you're <laughs> great
0: white whale you great white yeah buffalo, great, great white, white whale is that
1: yeah exactly so there's that trick and then there's the uh the lucky 540 mm-hmm. those are the two tricks that like if i have a video part next like those are the ones that are going to keep me up at night like thinking about like doing fire um if you but, have a video uh, part
0: you're gonna have a video part again no? yeah i would love to yeah. i'd love to film fucking that
1: video part dude it's like it's like a piece of art for me i love i, I hopefully can just keep filming video parts i love doing them um uh the any any nose the faky nose manual that i do in there is like the, i do like a manual 180 and then like a faky nose across like like yeah, a loading dock first writing
0: clip right yeah
1: that like that's probably one of my favorite clips in there because at that point in time like I was like super hyped on nose manuals and doing noses all the time which now I can't fucking do a nose manual to save my life. So <laughs> they go
0: away if you don't it, keep
2: feeding. Oh
1: me. dude, 100%. So like that trick and then the manual whip I do in there those are like two tricks that I'm like are standouts for me because I never do either one of those and they're like the most challenging tricks for me ever. Yeah. That's why i've never see me whip. I fucking suck at tail I just like, oh, maybe one, you'll catch one in a video part. You know, I always try to have one in there, but yeah uh, it's tough, dude. So like those tricks and then all the bar spin stuff, that was, that whole video part is when I was feeling the best I've ever felt on my bike, like straight oh, up yeah. honesty. Like that, that I've never felt so good on my bike than when I did when I was filming grow up. Oh. um So, and then I got towards the end of it in San Francisco, I tore my articular cartilage all on in the inside of my knee um and that's what it killed my like my like fucking rev that was how i was like just like Mm -hmm. feeling it you know when you know and you're like not peaking but you're just feeling it like you feel so good on your bike you're super confident and like you're like down to do whatever yeah and you feel confident you can do anything that that got ended so quick at the end of grow up and then that kind of just like dumbed me down a lot and then i had to like go back up and reevaluate my style and riding and then you know
0: It's wild. You've been through so many eras, man. It's so dude.
1: Yeah, it's it's (laughs) (laughs) like just rewatching the
0: death grip video, though. Like if you guys haven't seen, you should. I mean, well, I'll put the link in the description. The death grip one is so fucking legendary to Maybe it's because I was young and it like left an impression like it's still in my brain. But man, that shit was so ahead of its time. It's so dope. Even just like you did a fake. I appreciate that in that. Little bowl thing at night, you did a just 180 in and fakey bar spin out, and it was just epic to me like everything, everything the, in that video. It was right. on
1: a dog park too, which made it even cooler. Shout out, oh cool. yeah, shout out, yeah, I and Tripp's Tripp's like. hanging out, yeah. good dog. Oh, you're putting my him my to sleep, dude. He doesn't give a him.
0: shit about BMX, he's actually like anti bikes.
1: Damn, <laughs> he's, all right, he's, a,
0: he's shook every time I uh get my bike out to take him on a ride at night. like. He skirts through the door he also like oh the way he lost his leg was he was a month old and somebody slammed a door on him so he has like door trauma and so every oh, time I, every, yeah. every time i open a door he like looks at me and then shoop, like almost like a cartoon character like runs his feet on the ground and then like, gets through like he's uh he's shook about doors and he's shook about bikes Poor guy. i took him out there for uh bmx day though and that was kind of a mistake to bring a dog to BMX day because you're pedaling like two miles in between spots, but the first yeah. couple spots we went and me and trip hill bombed while, and we had to go slower than everybody else. So like the entire jam rode past me and trip as we're just going down a long mellow oh, hill and he's cooking as fast as he can. He was having the time of his life. That was sick. Oh, that's
1: amazing. Yeah. Did anybody catch a video of that? That'd be a really cool I
0: think, video. I think there's some, there's some pictures and video <laughs> people were filming on their phone as they were passing by. Fuck yeah. Good. As did, that's you a watch good the, did you watch the x games real street or real bmx the, best the uh show?
1: the one at the spot
0: at Rincon, dude yeah
1: yeah man brett brett threw down dude that was so. Yes, dude. He, you know, we, we talked the night before i'm just like dude just do you man just like you know go into it, you're gonna crush it and like sure he enough tell, next he was day, bro, he fucking crushed it dude i love it yeah that's my boy that's my fucking boy dude I'm, i was so proud of him and like it's so sick that he's getting like the recognition that he like deserves too, because he's such a down and just genuine human being, man.
0: Yeah, man. No, he, he's he, no big ego. Just a fucking awesome human being. I think it was the first time we've ever met, but I feel like I, when I met him, I was like, I've known you forever. You're Brett. You know, like it's so. Dude, he's yeah. such he's a like homie big right smiley, this big old, yeah. like a big smiley. like
1: cuddly tettily, teddy bear. Dude, he's the yeah. fucking man. He's the best.
0: I, I think I was talking to Maloof and he told me that Brett was talking about doing a double seat grab down Rincon and I was like, oh, so I didn't know about everything. All the other shit he tried or did like the three. Yeah, I had no
1: clue. I didn't even know it was at recon. When did they find out?
0: I don't know. I think the writers knew like weeks in advance, but it was super hush hush. Like, don't, don't say anything about where it is type shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he
1: he leaked any of the info to me, so I had no clue that's a,
0: good man brett I it was so hard to yeah, keep it secret because Stu told me when we recorded the podcast and he was like you can't tell a soul and i was like <laughs> <laughs> you know? i know it's so hard right <laughs> it was yeah but the three tapes came out of nowhere dude and everybody lost their shit. like i think everybody was the most hyped on that clip like and it was dude, well,
1: yeah. and to do it that perfect like that yeah. that well so, executed only
0: brett could do it that good you know yeah, so good. Like bunny and the there, rail is no joke. We I went up to the top and I was like, holy shit, this spot is the yeah real whereabouts deal.
1: Like, is it? Is it it's like
0: over a knee? It's over knee height, so it's like wow. about about top tube type shit. And it's just like whoa. And so Collins wow. fakie hop is unbelievable. I was just gonna yeah, oh unbelievable. God. Like he didn't that, he didn't run up at all. Like usually if I'm gonna fakie hop something, I'll do a one eighty and kind of like stop and look. But he didn't do yeah, that shit yeah. at all. When it, when it was game time and you could tell like. He went and like, so like they all took turns up at the top. It was such a cool, so I'll tell you about it. So like first, first of all, Stu made it such a like big deal. Like, okay, here's the directions. Here's the email, like athletes park here, but park over here and you show up with Matt, I was like, okay. And I was like real nervous. And then it was kind of low key. There was just like one security guard that was just like you an athlete. And I was like, yep, (laughs) good morning. (laughs) And then go in and I'm expecting it to be not that many people, but it's just like a BMX fever dream, like. Scotty Kramer rooftop Dakota, Dennis Garrett, fucking everybody that was not to mention everybody that was riding in it. And then all the homies that were there to like support, like we're all just like kind of hanging out right there. And it's unreal. Um, and it was super low key. I I brought trip another thing where I was like, this could be a bad idea, but it was super chill and he hung out with everybody. Um, and then, so like, yeah, the way it worked was each rider got their turn. It was like, okay, Garrett's up. He's going to go do his shit and watching Garrett ride, just watching them warm up on flat ground, like watching Garrett ride flat ground. Everybody was just like, wow. You know, cause you see it on Instagram, but it's just like <laughs> right. unbelievable to watch in person. It's so consistent too. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a juggernaut. Yeah. So when it, when it comes time for Colin and like the promo videos that they were playing for this thing, like his fakey hop over that barrier from his real BMX part, like that's right. We're all thinking the same shit. Like, Colin's going to fakey hop this. And apparently, I didn't know this, but Garrett was saying, like, they've made multiple trips to that spot for that clip specifically, and it never happened. Like, Colin wanted this fakie hop. And so, like, the fact that real BMX is oh, wow. happening. Yeah. Like, they have multiple missions. They went there to film that, according to Garrett. had to do it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> when it came time for Colin's turn, yeah. everybody knows. That makes everybody that so knows. much more yeah. special. Yeah. This is. I was like, "This is a twenty thousand dollar fakey hop right now. This is crazy." And so, like, the first time he goes up, he just pegs the rail, and then like, or does something on the rail. I forget. And and I was like, "Okay, okay." And then the next time it's Colin's turn, like everybody knows, and they start making noise. And this is like early in the contest, and then the, it and then it's quiet, and he he just looks at it, and no no run ups, nothing, just perfectly executed. And then it was like so surreal. Like while he's mid fakie hop, I'm like, "Holy shit, he's fucking doing it!" And then he landed it, and. That's that, and that, that was the, it was early in the contest too. And I was like, that wins, you know, a hundred percent. Fuck Yeah. It was- yeah. Well, so well-deserved
1: yeah. judging on that was really good.
0: Yeah. Which is so nuts to think that the. Uh, was it Garrett got bronze with the five forty bar spin down the? Yeah, it's crazy
1: to think that a five forty bar spin at a massive block <laughs> yeah, like that in just like bronze. Wild! But then it shows you how crazy the fucking competition is nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's fucking wild! Yeah, the progression man. of BMX is, out, is, is insane. It's, yeah. uh, it's it's at an all time high. It's it absolutely really is. Bananas.
0: So yeah, that was that was unbelievable. I forget exactly why I started telling that story, but being there was surreal. Shout out to thank Stu you for, for sharing that story. Yeah. No, it's dope. <laughs> unbelievable and uh yeah then i spent the rest of my week in california at uh case taylor's house making a park video with him that i'll be putting out sometime soon but he's he's matt ray's buddy anyway enough about me back to jake seeley's story
1: (laughs) (laughs) we are i don't don't know where we're at in the timeline i'm trying to think
0: so we just finished talking about grow up um
1: okay yeah so grow up happens and that's
0: 2018 2019
1: uh yeah, about that. Damn, I'm yeah. at
0: my lowest point in life when grow up comes out. Yeah, it was a it was, it was a hard
1: area. Okay, oh yeah. So then okay, okay, then COVID starts and like after grow up, it was coming. Kind of, I, mean, I don't think there was any other like real big projects or anything after that. It was just kind of like little web video or a team trip or random stuff. I think the first thing I did after that was yeah, it was right before fucking COVID happened, dude. I remember being it was like I was on a Madeira trip. <clears throat> we were filming for the madera video and that trip is when COVID started was the first and then i remember getting super sick in between the madera trip and the sunday trip so i after madera california i went to uh, sunday arizona for another week and a half and that was the first trip that i went on with zach christmas as the filmer and quote-unquote tm at that time mm-hmm. um he wasn't he didn't actually have the tm job at that time he was just a filmer um <clears throat> so we filmed that, that arizona tri- or sorry that uh that vegas trip. that's what it was sorry vegas that vegas trip was zach did i say arizona or did i say vegas i can't remember
0: you fixed it you said arizona first then uh, okay vegas. Yeah. perfect
1: yeah so sorry that was the las vegas trip that we went on with zach krejmas and he put that video out and then that was like the last thing for like a year or two until COVID was basically we were allowed to go on trips again. And then I think What about after, where
0: does headlights fit in? Was that before or after grow up?
1: That was right that was after grow up and before Madeira video.
0: Just squeeze in an epic headlights section. No big deal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was super stoked on that was so that was ride BMX is like that was when they were like kind of falling out or all that shit was happening with whatever happened with that um so that was a wild situation also to fall into because we just spent all this time and money filming this video that now is not going to go out on a ride vmx platform it's just Mm -hmm.
2: whatever it's just like like,
1: whatever now (laughs) we're out of business yeah so now like we put in all this work and all this shit for like pretty much like not nothing obviously but like not as much of uh, like a stoke as we hope for at the end of the day, filming this video.
0: But so then uh, the real heads gets... no, dude. headlights is
2: sick.
1: Yeah, headlights is a great fucking video. I yeah. love it. everyone killed it super hard. And it was a beautifully done video by Mike Mastroni with a yeah. very tasteful group of riders. It was yeah. fucking awesome. So yeah, gro- I mean, uh, headlights happened. And then Modera mm, ABD video comes out we go to like premieres and stuff like that that is why i went to california for the sacramento trip for madera to continue filming okay okay so then uh then at that time madera ends during like all the covid stuff um their situation happened and then i left the team and at that point i think oh and at that point I am in Austin, Texas and I'm just like, it's just, it's just us. It's just the riders. We don't have, like, we can't go anywhere. Like their companies aren't paying for any trips. Cause like, they don't want to like put us in jeopardy. So like, okay. we're stuck. Like I'm stuck. I'm in Austin, Texas and I'm there and during all the COVID stuff. So I'm like, fuck, what do I do? So I ended up getting a camera and f- ended up filming uh, gangster street biking with yeah. all my friends in Austin. And then when I came back home during that time period of like COVID and stuff, I was filming with people, my friends back home, and at that time, Ben Allen was not work. Like we weren't working at that time, we we're just like, what do we do? So Ben Allen ended up driving, uh, coming across country with me, and he ended up staying in, in uh, Pittsfield for like a month or two, nice. filming for that that video. So that's kind of how uh, Gangster Street Biking came about. And if people don't know, Gangster Street Biking it was a like a web, like a full length kind of like web video that I put out of all of my friends from Western Mass to basically Austin, Texas and in between. So So dope, yeah. Yeah, it was a super fun project and I've never made like a full length video like that before. So um, yeah, I really can't wait to make another one, honestly. I just don't have the equipment yet that I want to get stoked to make another project like that. So
2: what do you want to do? I don't know.
1: I don't know too much about cameras, dude, honestly. And like, I was using a T3i when I filmed that. That'll get the um, job done. That's what I use it, with Silverado. It's a great introductory DSLR camera. It fucking yeah. had with the right lens and stuff. Like it, it looked fantastic. But I would like to just like have like a really good HD setup, yeah. a 4K almost. You know, something that like I pull out and like the kids are like the new group of kids that are coming up in my town. You know, or like people around my area that are. You know, just learning new things, and I'm like, this kid's gonna be so fucking sick. I want to film a part with him. You know, they'll yeah. be able to trust me if I actually have something sick, rather than, "Hey, dude, should do this with this iPhone." You know, like <laughs> it's just a different feel. You know, you know and they're gonna like, ask
0: you to turn that camera sideways like this, though.
1: Exactly. Or can I? Can I put the clip up?
0: Like,
2: <laughs> no,
1: dude. I'm. fucking do you want a part or not? Like, what the fuck? It's always what do you think about, struggle, dude.
0: What do you think about being a writer now and trying to, like, what do you think about video parts versus doing it for the gram or? you know just filming content I, I, for the internet
1: it's just a different era i wish like kids really knew how like insanely hard and distant like becoming like not like a just like getting your stuff out there and having people see it yeah like back in the day for us how hard it really was to like have someone see your shit or your riding, you know, or like something that you were doing. Usually it was just like your local that like the people that knew you, you know, or like, or you rode with, it was never like, I couldn't see somebody in like Bangkok or like wherever, like shredding as hard as possible from like, even if they just started yesterday and posted a clip, you know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody could just like post one thing up that goes like completely viral and then they're known nowadays, or they're like, you know, maybe it's not for a long time, but like they got their name out there. (laughs) Like
0: that one kid who knows nails upstairs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Like, exactly. Just keep doing that, man. (laughs) It's crazy how like more accessible like getting your footage out there is. And like, it's just, it's crazy. But, I, I, you know, I love how things are nowadays. And I loved how things were back in the, back in the day too, because like, dude, sometimes when I was first getting like really into that shit, like we waited a year and then Christmas time would come around and every VHS or DVD would drop. And then you would get that for Christmas, you'd order, you'd make a list mm-hmm. for Christmas and hopefully get all those videos, you know, and then you would wait another year or two. And like the pros were like the people in those videos, like that was the pros you knew. Yep. where the dudes in the videos like I, there was no pros in my small ass town dude you know but i knew about like van holman and like all the people and like so you can destroy or like the criminal mischief movies you know those are the pros to me
0: right where it's such a smaller like, world compared to now where it's just like
1: dude yeah exactly yeah. like you think about like the, there was a few pros compared to now where there's so many people at a pro level where like maybe almost like that like The pro quality is almost like dumbed down a little bit now because, or just like a different type of um. How am I trying to say this? It's like, maybe back then, being a pro rider because they weren't so out there in the public. Maybe just being a good bike rider was enough to be a pro rider. Where nowadays, like, there's so many kids pumping out amazing, good content all the time at a pro level. You're like almost like okay, now we need to, like, figure out, is this kid, like, a good dude? Is he gonna be, like, a dude that's, like, well, re- that can represent a brand? Like, right. I feel like it's, like, there's a lot of it, but still, you gotta weed out those people, and that's where, like, a lot of these people are like, why? Well, I'm so fucking good. Like, how is this kid sponsored, and I'm not? Like, this is bullshit? Like, type of deal. Like, you gotta, like, understand that there's a lot more and
0: you're like you're like That right athlete. there is why you're not, you know? <laughs> like, that attitude. Yeah, yeah. E- exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: and, like, if you don't learn that you're never gonna like make it far in this if you do want to be a professional like athlete or whatever like represent a brand you know if not just just do do your own thing you know and then you're the people that actually do fuck with you like they'll they'll follow you you know like just
0: yeah you can kind of maybe it's not the right for that brand yeah company in a sense there's people that make a living without being i guess most of the big ones i was thinking like youtubers like billy and anthony and
1: There's still, there is still some that like aren't getting checks from uh, companies, but you know, they're making money of their own. But these brands are repping, representing them. There's just different types of like positions now, I think, within the BMX like industry and community. Yeah. You know, like,
0: why did I just take you on that tangent? Oh, gangster biking. Uh, Yeah. Gangster street biking. So how about after that? So after Gangster
2: street biking
1: was. That was kind of like the one of the last ish projects I did before the ledge edit, I think.
0: Nice. And now we're it's like feels complete and now we're here. And we're sitting here yeah now we're
1: here <laughs> we're 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 to the next like what's the next project what's next yeah
0: what's what's in your future jake sealy but first of all be here now okay this moment yeah i'm talking to you through a computer screen <clears throat> that's right fantastic it's so good to see you man i
1: feel like i didn't answer your last question as well as you wanted me to so, i feel yeah, like i t- could like
0: just how, okay. how i
1: think it's different like i just think basically now it is it's just it, i mean it's just faster now. Things are progressing way more. You got to be a little more creative. You got to be a little more ahead of the game. You got to, it's just different, you know, but like for me uh, with the, uh, with the, um, sorry, like video clips and Instagram clips, like nowadays, I feel like I just need to like pick and choose what I think is like an Instagram clip or a real clip, you know, mm-hmm. um, there's like certain factors in my head that like, for like, maybe like something like if the set, if I have an idea for something already I'm like okay I want to go do like this trick on this rail but then I see like a flat rail or like a ledge before I have that idea maybe like I'll leak that like trick I just learned out on like a jib style for Instagram you know where like if it's something bigger or something that's like a little more scary or whatever to me maybe I'm going to save that for the video part but I don't know, sometimes even with this day and age, dude, sometimes you want to put something scary on Instagram just to get that like little quick wow, like quick stoke, you know, yep. rather than just like having to wait a little bit for your whole video to drop to maybe get like 10,000 views where like you could one clip, get a ton of views. I don't know. It's, it's just weird. If you really care about that shit, like then obviously like Instagram is, you're just gonna keep pumping onto Instagram, you know? But yeah, they get if you, you gotta get burnt out on that instant hype and you want like the archive of that memory, like that's where the video part is going to last kind of forever,
0: you know? Yeah. You know, what we brushed over is your real BMX part.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. So maybe that was, that was after maybe gangster street biking. I can't remember.
0: (laughs) It's all a blur.
1: (laughs) They're all blended together at this point, dude.
0: (laughs) Oh shit. I want to see, did you, oh, there it is. We, We were talking about your, uh. Oh my god! What a combo! Tires, drop ice, tires, one eighty <laughs> ice cab. That's fire! I
1: was so stoked and caught off guard because I was like, "Wait a second, that worked."
0: <laughs> Why didn't Instagram show me this? The algorithm's a real son of a bitch, you know that. My question was going to be like, so like for example, from this ledge edit, like, are you posting one clip at a time with a a plan? You know, like so far you 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 are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean,
1: I don't, I don't know what a plan, what, what plan. I, guess, I don't, I have guess a not a
0: plan, but like, if I was a pro writer, I would post every single clip from my new video part slowly over the course of a month after it came out. Yeah. A hundred
1: percent. That's exactly what I'm doing yeah. Like next up. I'm probably going to post the like ice pick to like, like firecracker clip or something. Mm-hmm. And like, well, I'm like picking tricks that like, I think are maybe like I'm putting out the ones that I think maybe like Instagram will compliment a little more. There's like a quick, like little like thing or like something that's like stands out a little different yeah um so yeah i don't know, I don't interesting. know. We're in I mean, interesting there's a game world. to all of it dude there, you know like there's a thought process and everything to like anything we do with like instagram or whatever you know like are you on tiktok no i'm not on tiktok but everyone i the amount of people that told me to go on tiktok the past like week is like insane but like i just can't get myself to do it i just have this like weird <laughs> like thing where i just like Think it's too corny or cheesy, or if I'm just like, if I get on it, it would just be whack as fuck. I don't know. I it would only so be bad. actually this would actually it make so it so not whack. It would be
0: so like not whack if you did a dance and then posted a clip. Like <laughs> each video on TikTok, J- yeah, TikTok is just <laughs> and then yeah, I don't know. to a clip of you riding.
1: <laughs> I don't like see the benefit for me with TikTok. You know, like I've I've like I've built this like following on on Instagram, and I just feel like they they've backed me for this long i'm just going to keep doing my thing and yeah and try to grow on this platform i don't need another one to like try to like play the same damn game or just be on my phone more than i already am you know right, it's yeah. like, i post, just don't need that
0: posting ghost yeah I, man like it's literally my job to do social media and i still have a hard time with TikTok for for my work like i i need yeah. to be posting every single like we post three times a day on instagram and I'm, I should be doing it every time for TikTok, but I just post the good shit on TikTok. It's a fucking social media, you know. And then there's Twitter, yeah. which is now becoming X, but Twitter's Twitter's popping. Are you on Twitter?
1: I was on Twitter and I was killing it on Twitter. I had, I had so much fun on Twitter. I was always like hitting these one-liners and shit. And then all of a sudden, I got hacked by like this porn page, and I my shit's just <laughs> I was just getting like <laughs> like porn ads like <laughs> over and over and over again, dude. So and I couldn't delete them as fast they were coming in. So I was like. All right, my account's hacked. I'm fucked. So Goodbye I just got over
0: Twitter. It. Goodbye, Twitter.
1: Yeah, bye Twitter. That was there. it. I was like when I lost my Pokemon Go account, I was like, "Fuck, this sucks." And then like a day later, I'm like, "Whatever, I'm going to fuck."
0: Were you uh, big in the Pokemon Go game? Uh, I was pretty
1: hard into it for a bit. Yeah, I um at the beginning of like when it was like the hype of it, I was like went super hard and then I kind of like ruined it for myself because I started learning all the hacks, like how to go to different countries and shit, and I was just like collecting like crazy Pokemon doing that. And, uh, I, had I didn't a, like, know that that was
0: up. a thing that you could do. That's cool.
1: Yeah. It was just like a, like a hack
0: or whatever, but I don't know.
1: It, it kept it fun for a while. Then I was just like, you know what? Like, fuck this.
0: Do you I'm have over a, it. do you have a personal YouTube? Mm,
1: not really. I think I, yeah, I had the Jake Sealy. I think it has like a couple videos I made. It has like one garden edit that's, um, out and not out there really anywhere else besides right there that I was pretty stoked on. Um, and then it like has some like garden videos.
0: Tell me about Garden. How did that start? Is that what is Garden?
1: Was a uh, basically, it was just a snowboard shop, a skate and snowboard shop that um started in Lanesboro, Massachusetts. I'm pretty sure at this place. Oh, no, sorry, it started off as this place called The Other Side, which is in Lanesboro. And I was a snowboarder, a kid, young kids getting into snowboarding. And I went to this place and I bought my snowboards there. And over time, um, the dudes that where the snow, with the other side, where the snowboard dudes, they ended up starting their own shop in Pittsfield, Mass called The Garden. And that was in 01. And um, I guess it was just a newspaper and my grandmother was like, new, I liked extreme sports and snowboard. So she was like, hey, you should check out this new shop that's in the, in the newspaper. They just, they're opening this day or whatever. So then I ended up going in there and long story short, I ended up getting sponsored by them for snowboarding. And uh, as time goes on, Basically, I become really good and tight with them. They see that I'm riding and they see that BMX is kind of like popping at this this time when I like right when I got out of high school, I moved, I started spending all this time in Pittsfield. I was from Williamstown, Massachusetts, which was like 30 minutes away. Um, but I just like had good friends out in Pittsfield there. So I just spent all my time out there and like we we created a big BMX scene, a wild BMX scene, dude, at this skate park called the Common, which was like Pittsfield's first skate park. It's gone now but the amount of people that were just there pedaling dmx bikes was nuts dude it was just like it was just the right timing where like all these high school kids were just like the cool kids were like the dudes in charge like set of setting the trends for everybody else yeah and luckily like those kids were the ones that were repping garden and like we were the ones throwing all these mountain parties and like throwing these wild events and like Hell yeah. shit just started growing so much to where like the shops like yo full-fledged like we need bmx parts in the shop like we're gonna get bmx in the shop like and like a, with a push from this one snowboarder skater dude and he also rides rollerblades he does like kind of everything this dude justin Maruko he's like really the dude that like he was like best friends with the dudes that owned it and he was like yo like we got to get the bmx stuff in here like i'm telling you like this stuff is like there's riders out there and we'll make like, we'll do really well and we'll be able to like just, it'll just like it'll be huge we got to do it and they're like i don't know they're skaters and bikers So they're like fuck that you know they're like nah, yeah. i don't know i don't know And then eventually they let like us get some like, animal and fbm parts in and then do like first day like i had that shit like in the case and it was gone like that that day you know and then we ordered more shit and then, like that shit sold and then we started getting like all the sunday stuff in and just like tons of stuff in the shop you know and we just keep selling out selling out and there's now we're like now we got like people like from New York city repping the repping the brand. And like Joey from AMPM is doing a collab with, with us, like making a video for the shop, you know? Yeah. Oh my God, dude. So we like, it was sick. So like in that era, like we were just like really just getting out there and like, and we say, we, I say we, as like, like the, just the crew of homies that like were the riders for the garden. Like we just like would always travel and like, we're always down to film stuff and we filmed the garden summer mixtape, which was a fun video that I made for them in kind of that era. Um and it's... yeah, just the scene was growing, growing, going crazy and just like kept growing, growing. And then um yeah, just like the old owners left and the new ones came in. So like over that during that time, kind of like BMX kind of like fell off. Not it was still being sold there, but it wasn't like the main focus, and like things were just getting a little different and like just switching up. You know, with new ownership and whatever. Yeah. Um, I wasn't really seeing eye to eye with the uh, the owner, the new owner, and whatnot. So I left for a part of like, a little bit of time, like a year or so. Um, I left because I just didn't like have the vibe of it and like, everything that was going down. Um, so then like a year went by and ended up making amends with everybody um we had some great like meetings and conversations and and at this point now i'm just a rider for the shop where i'm not an employee anymore i don't have any responsibilities besides hey jake we're gonna like hook you up you're gonna ride for us we're, like you know you're gonna be a rider I'm, like sick okay cool like i'm i'm like kind of a little hesitant at the, at the time but like you know, I'm I'll use into it. You know, I'm, I'm i can be down because like it just was like at the point where I was like I'm not fucking with them anymore. You know, and like yeah. I just saw the scene dying, dude. Like when we we like myself and them weren't like, uh, like tight. Like I could just see things like just it was a bad time for the BMX scene in Pittsfield, Mass. Huh. So at that time, uh, yeah, we just we're both like you know we, we just fucking you know sh- shook hands, become like made cool, made immense. Um and now like I mean they're they're like some of my best friends now you know the new owners and the OG owner uh Luke and Bill so they're some of the greatest people ever so it's just another one of those life learning situations dude just patience and communication is like a beautiful thing you know
0: so we're cooking 22 years later now still is it that long Try, yeah,
1: you say 2001
0: yeah. is when you first got connected the garden, yeah the garden's yeah, they been open
1: there. yeah <laughs> yep cool. So they're, they just opened a new shop out at the ski resort, just selling snowboards and stuff like that. They're doing fucking great. And the shop's killing it, dude. They're doing awesome. We're throwing jams all the time and just like trying to grow the community or trying to grow the scene out here, dude. And it's I've seen so many generations now being affiliated with them and in the Pittsfield scene. Now we're we're at the generation now where there's the new kids coming up, the new like age to like 12 to like 16, 17. Yeah, and like you can just see the fire in these kids' eyes. Like they love BMX, dude. Like every day, like you know they're going to the skate park all day, and they're going home watching videos all day with their like their homies just talking about BMX until they go to sleep. Waking up, like eating BMX, dude. Like you know, like these kids, you can just see it, and it's so cool to see because like I was like kind of like, all right, where's the next crew of kids? Been like a little (laughs) bit, and then all of a sudden, bro, there's like these eight kids that are just like like every day riding, and it's just like it's so cool to see like the progression out of them
0: and they get to see so, Jake Seely, dude. This is so sick. They ha-
1: they call me like the VFX godfather. Like, they think I'm <laughs> so old as fuckers, dude. It's so funny.
0: <laughs> What's up old man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do a That's thing. honestly
1: how I feel around these dudes, man. I mean, uh, cause I don't like, you know, when you go to the park, like I'm not going there to like, I'm not like going and killing it every fucking day. Like I go there and I chill, you know, like yeah. I'm just talking with people. Like I'll cruise around a little bit and shit, but like, they're they're like they're, oh, it's just so funny <laughs> just like what they
2: like
1: yeah yeah man they're like expectation when I come around I just feel like they get so weirded out when I come around it's just so funny <laughs> like dude I'm just a normal ass dude like you got to get all weird with me that's
0: probably how Aaron Ross felt when you were young and ah, God Aaron. you're <laughs>
1: right yeah exactly <laughs> exactly
2: right
1: <laughs> oh shit or these kids just think I'm whack as fuck that's like another <laughs> thing I like get to the park I'm like yo these kids just think I'm whack they all got like fiend frames now and shit they're like.
0: Why like is this go, dude's bike so bright? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Too many there colors. You know. Uh so oh, speaking kids. of kids, dude, who do you you got your eyes on anybody that I should know about? Um oh, man.
1: Well, Diego homie Diego, who just got hooked up by Sundays and fucking slang. Yeah.
2: He's
0: that's been true. In,
1: he's been doing a lot of really cool stuff for like locals, like I always like speak on my homie uh Jacob Sanger. He's just like his uh, Instagram is loving underscore BMX. He's just been like the day one under my wing homie. Like I I taught him how to ice pick grind. You know, like he's just like that little kid that came to the Garden BMX uh camp, and I was just, like, yeah, this kid like reminds me so much of myself. And like to this day, he's like twenty. I think he's twenty one now, Uh but. He he just sort of reminds me so much of myself, and he could just see like he's such a, like, a hard working, like good dude, and just like has such a good head on his shoulders, dude. It makes me so hyped to like.
0: And he snowboards uh, too.
1: Yeah, he's he's shreds. He's such like an all around fucking good ass kid, and yeah. uh, he's really just good at anything he does. Like he hasn't been riding like a ton. Like we haven't had any projects or anything we we're working on, but like he's the type of dude that just like hop on the bike and just like do anything, you know, along with like anything on a board, anything like. Anything he puts his mind to, he, he's just like a really talented human being. So. Yes, sir.
0: Okay, who, him, else, who else should I know about um, it? Those two Barrett so Duncan. far, I mean, I knew about Diego. I actually saw him at the jam, but I wasn't following him. So there we go.
1: Hell oh. yeah. Obviously, I mean, what you know about obviously Duncan Duncan, I'm just like so stoked. Yeah. Him. I've always been a giant fan of him and then, uh, I could see him. Some some great moves happening for him soon. Hopefully it um, seems like he's been on fire lately, so that's cool i mean i don't much of my friends do like brett i mean he's I mean, we're talking more about people young kids coming up man like i'll take
0: know, brett, like, though. brett's brett's a fire answer brett's the brett's the shit well and, and also finally brett getting, getting like, the recognition he deserves
1: that's exactly why i say brett because i think right now brett is fully getting like the respect he deserves
0: yeah. you know like, nobody does it like him dude the like toboggan to late bunny hop over that rail (laughs) yeah
1: it's just no he's the best man yeah um i would love to say so there's this i fucking wish i could remember this kid's name is this gonna be completely pointless even trying to explain it but he was at the albany jam sunday and he just had a different look and just vibe than any other kid at that spot and you just know that that dude's like gonna be sick as fuck at riding
0: nice
1: you know yeah so
0: Describe him. To him.
1: Me. I'm so sorry I forgot your name. I'm literally the worst with so that shit. But you are a G, and I respect the fuck out of you. And
0: you have to just know who you are. Just know that you're special.
1: Yeah, you just know that you're. Everybody the at
0: everybody at that gym is gonna be like, he's talking about me for sure. Right, <laughs> like, right. special. I'm special. <laughs> I'm
1: special. <laughs> I honestly, I'll be honest with you, dude. Like, I haven't got out of like Pittsfield in the past like a little bit. So I've been like pretty sheltered here, with like I haven't traveled too much in the past like. Like since I went to Richmond, maybe three months ago.
0: What's your? uh, But you can scroll on Instagram still. What's your algorithm looking like? Is it vintage tees or is it BMX or is it both? Motivational speaking from David Goggins.
1: Um, my I keep them. So I keep both worlds separate. I actually have a separate Instagram for my vintage um passion. It's the Unabinner, like the Unabomber, but Unabinner. Unabinner, let's go. Um. So that. Yeah. I just keep them completely separate. So, and I put like a lot of time into both those. Like when I catch myself thinking, like, "Oh, I'm doing too much of this. I need to go ride more." Like I'll get on my bike and I'll ride more, you know. Or I'll, if I'm like, I'm getting pretty tired. I want of, this <laughs> of riding right now, dude. That's incredible, right? That feels That's
0: fire. Yeah,
1: that worn to perfection, dude. That thing is beautiful.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, this is my, This is better than bikes let's go dude. <laughs> <Show us. laughs> sometimes dude i scroll I, I open my phone and look at instagram and it's just like without even looking at who it is or what trick it is i'm just like fuck bike tricks right now i can't you know this is just 16 years of seeing bike tricks but then yeah. i get i get in the mood and i'm like all right what's going on you know get some good exactly
1: that's why i'm really happy that i got into the vintage stuff dude because like it keeps everything fresh like i i hate to say that i like i don't like really get burnt out on riding but there's times when i'm like I just need a little break. I just need to switch it up. You know, my, I'm, I'm uh, getting, I have like the blinders up from create my creativeness. Like I mm. can't think of anything. I'm just like doing circles right now. Um. So like, I think it's really good to like separate yourself from your passions once in a while. And now I'm super thankful that I have another thing that I'm passionate about to like put, put, uh put time into when I'm just not feeling it on my bike, you know, and not stressing a lot of the money aspect of like survival just from,
2: being a pro rider, you know,
0: when you're young, so, and, like, like, you're obsessed, it's, I remembered, like, I could just watch bike videos and ride and literally only think about bikes all day, every day for years. And then now, like after doing it for 20 years, it's like, all right, let's <laughs> balance yeah. it out a little bit, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: And it makes you appreciate it more. Like I can, I can say like, if I didn't get an advantage, maybe I'd be, I would have gotten burnt out and like started getting frustrated with BMX, you know, cause it was the only thing I knew. Yeah. But like with now with vintage, like I can catch myself being like, fuck, I got to get on my bike. I want to ride. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Or or even if like, yo, know, maybe I get a a new t shirt and I like have a fit that I'm like really gassed on. And I'm like, yo, I got to go get a clip in this fit, you know, yep. or something
0: of the sort. So, That's real, dude. It's, yeah, it's, when you look good, you ride good. It's, yeah, thousand percent,
1: man. Thousand yeah. percent, especially when you're filming, dude. You know what? You want mm-hmm. that clip to look as good as possible. You know, you, Yeah, I'm stoked on the clip, but like, I want to look how I want to like look at it. You know, I want to like decent yeah. things.
2: it. so
0: that's real.
1: Yeah, but yeah, just keeping everything fucking fresh and separate, dude. It's kind of like what I do with this. Like, I spend a lot of time sourcing. I source every day. I dig for hours on like, and every day, but then, and maybe 12 or 1 when I'm done. Then I go ride, or vice versa. You know, it's just what a life. It's a grind. I'm literally just go, go, go. I can't fucking sit still ever. I'm like, I love it. Ah! Yeah,
0: good for you. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, so-
1: I, I don't. My girlfriend hates it sometimes, but <laughs> 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 she's like, "Why don't you just chill? <laughs> like, just sit down. Just sit on the couch. <laughs> I'm, like,
0: I'm
1: like, I'm like, yo, it. I just gotta go. You need anything from the store? I got you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. Wherever you is, go, gotta go. You gotta go. Uh, So what that just bringing up your girlfriend, what is your life like right now? Like what? Where are you? What's your life? Awesome.
1: Um, It's 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 mellow. I live in like a small town or a small city, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Um, I got a dog who I've had now for eight years, Bentley. He's like all my videos. It's my main dude. So it's so good to be Yeah, shout out Bentley the best. Um, I got a lovely lady, Haley McDonald, who uh pretty much been with for like 12 years or so now um, through sort of thick and thin she's my she's seen she's some married. eras. she's seen yeah she's definitely seen some eras, dude she's okay. she's a keeper she's rad as hell so just been enjoying a lot of time with her we just got back from the beach we went to hampton beach for a couple of days got some sun much needed sun and uh other than that just planning events like i threw a giant uh, vintage event in may called the linden street market i had 40 vendors out from all over like Northeast, and they brought out anything from like uh like you know, street like streetwear. We had sneaker heads there, people doing rework, like chopping up clothing and reworking it, making it into art, whatever. And then we had vintage heads there. And uh
0: so you're reaching super- out to all these vendors, like sending an email? Yeah,
1: all yep, all Fuck 40 yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, man. And I threw every the whole event was just on my own. I built like a cool photo booth out of like uh plushes i got told that turnstile did something similar i actually didn't know until um after when someone told me that so that was cool to go back and see them have a similar idea that i had um i basically made a photo booth out of like all old plush dolls it was really cool um and then had like food trucks and music and all that shit so that was an epic time dude um, so I've been doing that. And then every weekend in this town called Great Barrington, I, uh, I I pop up a 10 by 10 tent with all my vintage in it and slang vintage um, on the street does really well. And it's a good ass time. It's kind of like I said, in the past, like in a prior in the interview, like, or the podcast, I was talking about like introducing like the vintage to like people in my town and stuff. So like those markets are great for that. And I'm kind of just, like, finding myself building a community of, like, vintage heads in my town, dude, of, like, kids, like, or teens and, like, younger kids, like, getting into vintage and, like, fitting themselves out and just, like, just going out sourcing stuff other than rather than going to, like, Target or Walmart and buying their clothing or whatever, you know? So it's really cool to be able to see that influence, like, happening, like, from kind of my push on vintage, like, how I, like, tried to, I had a push with the BMX in, in the community, you know? um so that was really that's really cool that's like another thing I'm just I'm doing all the time and yeah I'm just I've been healing for the past like three months probably on my knees I've had such delicate knees my whole life and like four knee surgeries and I've gone through the ringers with them for sure but uh I'm on the up and up now and I'm, I'm riding again thankfully so you'll definitely be seeing more riding and uh oh my god dude and the lake jump me and my boys we built a lake jump a nice like four foot kicker into the water and we just been ripping that like yeah. at least three like two two days a week at least <laughs> we'll all get together shorts and all towels you know just beach vibes and just fucking send in like whatever into the water i will say that shit hurts though if you don't land it right on it yeah like dude it's I've like never concrete, done it. you, if you land wrong it's like concrete for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um dude it's so much fun it's a blast like you either like if you're landing a little sideways, you just kind of bail the bike out or else if you like if you're landing, like perfect it's like you can land like back tire and just like it goes right into the water it's so yeah. smooth and still it's fun so we've been doing that a lot like i'm finding myself like like a lot of my homies out here kind of trickled out of the beat like the, the the crew of dudes before this next generation coming out like are all kind of like they got girlfriends jobs they're into different shit they're you know starting different careers and stuff so like I've seen a lot of like that scene or that like group of people that kind of just like disappear you mm-hmm. don't really get to ride with them as much but this summer and like last fall has been really good because we we're starting to build trails again too i could see all these people starting to like get bikes again and coming out riding more consistently and like being you know coming. out. i will miss this so much dude this is so uh, oh we gotta do this more and like
2: it's they just grew so
1: up. yeah they grew up and now up. like they're getting <clears throat> They're getting into like reintroduced to the fun again, to that lifestyle yeah. again. You know, maybe some of them had kids, and like their kids are just old enough to be hanging around now while they ride. Yeah. So, I've been trying to like get those homies out more and doing more stuff. That like, hey, dudes, like we can still do this stuff even though we're still like living these busy lives that we have. You know, yep. so Good for you. I've been doing a lot of that with my friends. I've just been living that small town life, dude. Like trying to motivate people in this area that that might need it or just like get out and just like bring stoke and like joy to this town because there's a lot of talent here and a lot of good people that end up getting lost or just don't have that like direction or like something to strive for so if you like kind of can help them a little bit like give them a direction to that or like just a little nudge maybe they can like find their way dude so i don't know i'm really passionate about this this town and like the kids and the youth out here, I just like, I love it. So that's why I stick around this area. Like I should, yeah, maybe I should be in like a city or something doing all this too. But like, I feel like this place needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it makes me really happy. Like just kind of just like, I just want to bring the stoke out of people, you know? So that's like kind of what I've been up to lately yeah i guess so yeah i guess yes, so. sir. <laughs> <laughs> like you know i just want to throw events like i'm already trying to think of like okay i got the lake jump now how can i throw an event for that like okay we're gonna get people out in the boats we're gonna get a little like cookout going we'll do like a beach party like type contest i'll put up like a 500 dollars pot for best trick or something you know yes and uh we'll call it like flying or uh i was, it? What was it like swimming in the sky just like something sim- simple you know sick and this boom, event get the still something, you know? Like I'm, there. Know. I'm just trying to when. do more, dude. That's but fire. Definitely noticing myself needing to get out of here a little bit more, though. That's what Albany was a really good. That was a good trip for me. Uh, it was only 45 minutes away, but like just getting out there and being surrounded by like the people. I'm like, okay, I got to get out of town a little more and not just yeah. be like a hobbit in my town. I need to get out and
0: explore. Well, dude, you've been and- getting out since you were, you know. 15 and that's another reason why i places. think so i'm like so chill
1: i'm happy with this like chilling right now i'm not chilling yeah. i'm still working hard i'm still riding my bike but like i'm just like i'm content with Staying being local at home right now. Yeah. because it's always been go go live here do this like go see this do that like you know
0: maybe uh, you're out sourcing clothes in the morning and riding in the afternoon and baby you need yeah. anything in the grocery store i'm going <laughs> right yeah <laughs> little exactly. mini trips daily mini trips <laughs> Which exactly, dude. It's honestly like once you get your momentum of like go 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 go, it's pretty it's pretty easy to just keep that go go go. Like why stop? Why exactly? Man, why stop exactly? Um dude. Max. It's been I don't know how long. Two hours, two and a half? Or? Yeah,
1: I don't know. I i I'm just gonna it's been yeah. so it's Honestly been so nice chat and it's been fun.
0: For real. Um so let's see. Let's let's go to what's next. Is there anything planned trip wise?
1: um <clears throat> nothing's planned i'm like softly on animal oh <laughs> so, like, nothing's nothing's like official um i i was talking with howard it was like kind of around the time when his hub guard came out and i like comment i'm like this thing's fucking sick you know because his design was epic i loved like his design for that drive side hub guard and i wanted one really bad so i i think i might have mentioned like hey like how much for a hub guard or whatever you know and he's like oh blah 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 this and that I'm like no dude like we'll just send you one it's cool and then kai just kept talking like a little bit just like more to the lines of hey we'll send you a big we'll send you a box like we'll fit, fit put your you know do your deck your bike out with animal stuff like we'll send you a box he sent me so much shit. i'm still like going through t-shirts and shit that they sent me they like, hooked it up dude. it was nuts hell yeah and uh i was supposed to go on two trips so i was out in austin i was gonna be back home like i was gonna be home for like two days then i'd have to fly back or i'd have to drive out to fuck, no i was in cal sorry i was in california when all this is happening then i had to go back home and then be home for two days then go out to his place driving which would have been like a day alone and then go out to then drive with him to austin to film in austin for a day or two and then drive back to the east coast so i was like I'm like dude i don't think i can do that like <laughs> I, at this point and like i'm just getting like talking i'm like fuck, i don't want to this up dude like, <laughs> yes i'll go yes i'll go and then i was like dude i can't i can't pull that like what i want to <laughs> have clips in this video like so bad it'd be so cool but it's not gonna work unfortunately right so then that happens then we have a, <laughs> a group plan to go film with each other again and then i get hurt and in richmond Cause I like we got to like kick it with Latin A and like all like those animal dudes, you know, and like you know, it was sick. It was just like everybody was, we were all vibing super well. I was stoked, and then I got hurt, and then now I'm like, okay, Ryan, now I'm hurt again. I can't film, <laughs> so like, I can't. So, like, okay, cool. So, like, they're posting like clips on Instagram, and like, people are like, what's going on? Are you on? Are you off? Aw- are-, are you not? Like, what is this? And I'm just like, well, I'm, Shit. Oh, I'm sorry, low pat. We're good. Oh, all good? right, we're good. we're good. Okay, so. So basically, like, dude, I'm just like so frustrated. With my, like, it sucks so bad because I want to film a part for like a welcome to Animal video right. so bad, um, but I I haven't been able to. And it's just been it's just been a tease and a half because like it's there, yeah, but I haven't been able to like. So that's make next it on the list, right? Eh? That's next on my list, 100%. because right now is Sunday, we don't have anything too crazy planned. There's like some mixtape shit that from like leftover footage that's gonna happen and stuff like that. And then like some other dudes on the team are kind of getting like the focus, you know, on their parts.
2: Yeah. I
1: think there's a new Elstrand part dropping very soon.
2: Hell yeah. Uh, which go. is going to be
1: awesome. Um and, yeah. So.
0: Dude, is yeah. incredible. That's exciting. I'm stoked to see some see an animal welcome video from you. <laughs> Dude, me too. <laughs> it's a, it's a, honestly
1: a dream. Like that's like that's like that's like dream shit right there. Mm-hmm. So. And I definitely want it to be a good project, you know. So.
0: Um, Will you get yes. a clip with just one front peg for it, please? Maybe Smith up a rail. I don't know what i bro. Would you Smith up a rail without back pegs right now? Like, I can't even. I wouldn't. Nah, I probably wouldn't do I don't know what the fuck I
1: was thinking, honestly. <laughs> just back young back. and dumb. I was talking about yeah, I stopped
0: by Epic when I was out in California and talking to Foo, and he was explaining, like, Max being so good and learning tricks, and it's just because you're young and dumb. Like, that's. You're stupid yeah, enough to yeah, try this. That's why you have to worry you about learn. The Yeah, exactly. Because you're made. Yo, but, okay.
1: I gotta run to the bathroom real quick. Is okay? Yeah, Just let's pause. Quick? And
0: then we'll all come right, back with time. some uh podcast questions. And we're empty. No more pee and me. No more pee me. No more you. pee and me. So I really
1: got a little bit of water left. i did good tonight. Drink all, I'm fully <sighs> hydrated.
0: Dude, bless up. We stay hydrated. Our bodies are made of water. <clears throat> that's right. That's right, brother. Are you healthy? Woo-woo! Are you eating good? Are you a vegan? Um, Why don't I think you're a vegan.
1: No, I'm. I'm just eat whatever. I I just I eat pretty much anything really. I just don't like seafood, as strange as as that is.
0: That's fine by me. Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, I'll, I'll eat meat. Um. I'll just I'll eat a bunch of salads. Nice. But for the most part, I don't know. I just listen to my body. If I'm feeling like shit, I'll eat health sometimes I'll treat myself with some like, hot dogs or hamburgers you know I don't
0: know yeah oh you mentioned earlier you got fat when what what made you fat <laughs> say again what made you fat when you got fat
1: um not riding so a lot of sitting around kind of just mm-hmm. hanging out and a lot of beer a, little a little
0: beer. lot of beer. that liquid bread beautiful and, and at the poison. end of the
1: day dude at the end of the day that's what it was because I'll be honest. What what really switched it up for me? Well, I stopped drinking, and then I got into smoking. Nice. Um, I because I started smoking a little later in the game, like probably like, like twenty two. I probably started smoking. Um, marijuana. You're there, referring to. Yeah, sorry. Not marijuana, cigarettes. marijuana. Yeah. no. You know what really yes, made so my, what my life better marijuana was marijuana.
0: cigarettes. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and that really helped me out. That really slipped me up. Oh shit! <laughs> Don't you listen to the ads, kids? <laughs> they'll get you
0: oh man yeah that's a good switch yeah swapping up yeah a
1: good switch honestly it changed It, it was the best switch of my life dude attitude wise health wise my knees stopped swelling that was a big problem that was like really discouraging around like the time my darker times like I was my knees were so swollen and so uncomfortable all the time and I just couldn't walk comfortably let alone ride comfortably so that that made me drink more and then
2: That's went a vicious through the whole cycle.
1: Anxiety. Yeah, then went through the whole anxiety <clears throat> issue a situation and then yeah, then found weed and got obsessed with weed and it was that wicked goofy, just like new weed kid in the group, just like so the so, <laughs> smoke like, oh, yeah.
0: Look at my new bone. And everybody's like, <laughs> dude, cool.
1: All right, sick, here. <laughs> take it hey, you're
0: 15 years <laughs> late bro <laughs>
1: yeah exactly that's the funny part that that's why i say that because i was literally so late to the game dude that's such a cheese ball better late than never right? that's fine yeah whatever so i was super stoked on it and still to this day um yeah i still smoke on the regular what i smoke weed on the regular um i just don't drink um i'm kind of like surrounded by like I, like people that have had issues with alcohol um in their past, you know, and they're doing fantastic now, so I like to kind Heck of yeah. like be right there on, along with them, kind of like hopefully maybe not, they're inspiring me too as much as I'm like maybe inspiring them to not drink and we we live a life that we don't need to drink, you know. Yeah. And uh I think maybe it's just like it, it's just like respectful to them. So like um yeah, that's why I don't really I don't ever drink like i'm not like doing it to be like i'm sober i just i don't find any joy in it or any like desire to drink anymore so like i just i couldn't even tell you last time i have had like a, a beer or any type of drink at all so good for you i just like yeah i just like being right along with them right, right along with their their uh their journey and just like being as supportive as i can to those close people that are dealing with us those uh and it's just Some of the best that. people
0: are in recovery, you know, like a
1: thousand percent, a thousand and ten percent. Yeah. So it's just like it's. I just like I'm really just root for them, and I just love the the movement, and I just love that they're like they're just doing so well. Yeah. So that, that motivates <laughs> me just to <coughs> stay smoking and just staying on that train. You know, I don't smoke enough to where I'm getting like I'm like oh I'm just gonna chill all day. It's like yeah. No, nah, I'll burn. And I'll go do something and just keep that like. The creativeness is going. I don't know. And
0: when I it smoke just, during the day, know. it makes me get up and do shit. If I'm like, yeah, vegging out, I'm it, watching a show it, I mean, or something. Honestly, sure. like, Let's do something. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, sure. sure it can make you bogged down, but it's all about like, it's about your drive, you know, like, so it, it, as long as it doesn't start, you don't start noticing like, like, you know, like,
0: Hey, all I'm doing is this. If yeah, weed exactly. is, if weed is the actual activity, then you're doing it wrong. You know?
1: Yeah, you're doing it wrong. Exactly. Yeah. So, oh. But yeah, so, that's right, so
0: that. we, we got to hit the, I want to, we got to wrap it up. It's past our bedtimes, bro. Um, <laughs> so I, know, I can uh, chat with you forever, dude. This, I, is, this has been really fun. It's it flew by like nobody's business. It's and also like just hearing your story and rewatching that DevGrip video is honestly my favorite part. That DevGrip video is so fucking good. <laughs> uh, Thanks Bobby. I appreciate that. I dude. mean, you've definitely done, you've outdone it since then, but that I just, anyway, I've brought it up a couple of times now, so. We talked about some kids. That was that's a question I ask all the time. Uh, what's yeah. your scariest moment, proudest clip in your whole career? You've done a lot, but what's the scariest. shit that pops into mind when I say like, yeah, scariest or? All right, first, what's the scariest thing you've ever done?
1: For riding, yeah. riding wise, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like things that I've that were like, oh my fucking, oh my god. I mean anything that's like anything that's just like a bigger setup is like so terrifying to me anything that i might get hurt is like i'm so in my head so scared to do anything i'm like a am a pussy dude like i just like <laughs> I, I, I just don't want to do anything that's gonna hurt me you know it's like it's really gotta be something like i'm like yo all right i'm doing this like the, the spot has to live for me to really want to do a scary like clip or like something big the spot it has to they'd be like okay this has to happen on this this was meant for this you know
2: yeah
1: um fuck I can't think of so I'm trying to think of one thing off the top of my head there's like okay here's one during headlights I don't know if this is the scariest thing but I was really nerved up to do this was the uh firecracker or the gap in firecracker up the like fountain and then tail up over the mm-hmm. it was like a little channel or a euro gap to the top yeah and i did like firecracker whip on that and that was just like it was really nerve-wracked because my knee was pretty sore that day and like if i hit it wrong it could could have gone out and i was just like around like a bunch of people that were like kind of little heavier hitters and i was just like i don't do fucking tail whips and it was just a kind of a nerve-wracking situation and uh yeah i mean i thankfully i handled it but like dude just like pedaling as fast as i ped- uh, I possibly could jumping like down a gap into a stair set going up was just like what the fuck am i doing right now like there's a point when i like dropped off the ledge to drop to go up to the stairs and i'm just like i'm just gonna hit this thing like a wall and just like splat like a cartoon character you know, like that but it it worked out and that was like something that was like pretty terrifying to me i know as soon as i get off the interview i'll be like dude oh my god no this was so much more crazy to me
0: fuck it that's a good answer it doesn't listen instead of like
1: oh actually can i yeah i'll pump the brakes back (laughs) (laughs) scariest thing i've ever had to do and it's not even something that like i don't think it's like too scary but like my ender in uh my x games part the tire they hop on the tires to the ledge and hop onto the the rail right, at the yeah. like little part that was uh, with with the x-games pressure the the spot being super tall at the top and it being like a tire ride and just like that x-games pressure dude it was like that might have been like the most fucked up i was in the head like going to try to do something you know to like push myself past that like that bar you know and like even like i had the idea to do that trick like prior so i was like sl- there was like two nights of sleep that i was just like i could not sleep dude at all i was just thinking about that it was so clouded i was supposed to shoot the fo- a photo with guts there and i totally fucking blew it a thousand percent on hitting him up because i was so fucking clouded by like the nerves head. of getting this trick done you know and uh, still to this day i fucking hate myself for that but that ended up happening, so dude, yeah, that clip was a pain in my fucking ass, along with just being such a big head game, and just my nerves were so just like tangled all up during that. That that probably was the scariest thing that Hell
0: I've yeah. done. Well, you got it done, baby. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck that, how about man? um, <laughs> how about a clip that you had to work the longest to get? Cause um, you are tech as shit, so I'm sure there's some. Yeah, it was. Gotta come in, back.
1: R- I can think of it right now, and the one that I'm, the one that I have in mind is in grow up where I do, three sixty Smith Crankflip feeble three sixty on like a bank to sub setup. Mm -hmm. I went back there like three days trying that, and like now I did. I'm like, why the fuck did that take so long? But I think it was just like the setup in general. Like the top of the ledge was a little more narrow. It was a little beveled weirdly, and like it wasn't all the little things. Yeah, yeah. It was just a bunch of little things that were just making it so hard for me to like get it done. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just I was so fucking like relieved when I landed that one because that one was just like, when is this gonna fucking happen? You know I
2: mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah,
1: Like, is this ever gonna happen? So yep. that was that was the one that I was just so fucking frustrated. I can, I remember just like losing my shit for that one. <laughs>
0: <Hell> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Bmx, baby, you gotta love it
1: oh my god then there was the one when i was in arizona on the triangle ledge dude in the pit
0: yeah yeah what what were you doing when, there? when
1: i was trying ice crank flip to smith yeah i was there probably for like four hours five hours dude it was daytime when we got there and then i ended up not getting the clip i did like i did like a hundred crank or ice pit crank flip to feebles there but the time that i really committed on the ice to crank flip i missed my front peg on the smith and went right to my shoulder right before the curb thankfully Ooh. that sticks out at the bottom yeah
0: that could have got and you and at that point that i was like,
1: shit. it would have destroyed my life dude so <laughs> i was at when that happened that fall i was just like i'm over it but dude, that was the that was probably the longest battle that i've ever tried for a trick that i didn't end up landing
0: that's the worst when you put four and hours that, into something that doesn't i was happen. so
1: frustrated that was for headlights that that trick and that would have been close to like probably an ender for me i would have Probably put that towards the end
0: i vaguely sure. remember meeting up with you guys during that time you but,
1: did yeah because uh who's the red-headed friend um montana or your homie out there who's he does a ton of crank flips oh um, joey mata joey mata yeah yes. so joey mata dude he i think he had gas in his car because when we ended up at that spot i was trying it for so long that I ended up running through the entire tank of gas, but he had gas in his car to keep the session going, bro. Hell he yeah. filled it up and kept the session going. What a yes. good ass dude, man.
2: Yep,
0: he's I was best.
1: so thankful for him doing that. That was so cool. That Love was Joey so cool. Mata. Shout out oh Joey Mata. God, what a good guy.
0: For real. He's just stand up dude. He's got his own uh, landscaping business now and he's, yeah. he's gonna have a part in mediocre too. He's still, he's like, He's got the most catching up to do. Cause he's been so busy running his own ship, but he's making it a priority. Yeah. He's bringing a kicker out. It's, it's sick. I'm excited. I love Joey. He's amazing
1: the, dude. I'm happy to hear that.
0: Day one homie. Um, okay. So proudest, scariest, let's do Mount Rushmore.
1: I knew you are going to ask me this one. All right. So what's <sighs> the Mount Rushmore? Is that just current or is that throughout my like all time? It depends
0: dude. Like for me, I did one. For free coaster riders, you could just pick it pick a category and then name a out I Westbrook. kind of
1: I'm just, I'm just gonna do an influ, influential uh, yeah on look. you personally. So um first person that comes to mind Kevin Porter. Is, he's on that list. Yes. Okay, Kevin sorry. Porter's on that list. I um, say George, on Your turn. George DeSantos is on that list. Ooh. Um Aaron Ross is on that list, and
0: Butcher is on that list. Fuck yeah, that's a bomb ass Mount Rushmore. So that's
1: a it's a very random one, but like those all those people had certain like things that like like really rubbed off on me. I would like say what? like certain tricks or styles or just like I don't know, just certain eras like that like brought me up. You know, like certain things that I was into in that time period. So yeah.
0: Oh, you know what we should do? Mount Rushmore of all time fuck footed writers oh away, man Jake that's City. tough because
1: i don't pay attention to any of them <laughs> so bad with any way you could you don't
0: i don't know I your mean, kind brother you guys got to stick together don't you have a facebook group like a support group speaking of people for in recovery what? for fuck, being footed like you guys have zoom meetings i think Hi, I just Hi, am i'm Jake so Ceele proud of my
1: foot in that i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i'm hyped to be footed because it's helped me like learn so many tricks the hard way first and then i can learn them the the like no, the proper way and it's a little easier
0: that's what you guys all say but really if you could go back and learn it the i know way, i would but... love to see how the truck drivers
1: <laughs> and cars spins the right way it'd be great i would love to throw a 180 bar that's not switched spin. it would be fucking awesome
0: <laughs> yeah dude that's a, be it's so a rough life awesome. for you guys man <laughs> it's it so is good.
1: it is tough. Like cool we get blessed with the look back. Sick. <laughs> wow, he
0: doesn't want a look back. Cool.
2: Yeah, cool.
0: <laughs> I love what how about he just chooses else, to else do
1: about. That trick oh 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 everyone's doing like three manual 180s now oh sick my foot doesn't help me spin after the three <laughs> sixty; it just shoots me to the ground so that trick's basically out the door for me
0: that's out the window what's the uh
1: there's just like so much stuff there that dude you're so right there's a lot of stuff that's like being fucked but it just sucks for <laughs> for
2: sure but
1: it's a blessing it's
0: a blessing and a curse man aaron ross 100%. is one of them it's, uh yep. i can't Honestly, I couldn't even. I couldn't think of a Mount Rushmore for it either. Aaron Ross. Uh,
1: well, Trent Lutz. Trent Lutz. Oh, Lutz's. dude, Trent's
0: amazing with it. He's sick. Yeah. Um, um. Who the fuck else? Come on, where are they have? They're in my head somewhere. Yeah, me too. I'm just like going through the Rolodex.
2: <laughs> nobody but in the X Games is fuck-footed, them.
0: I'll tell you that much. Nobody, nobody at X Games real BMX street best best trick contest was a uh, fuckfooted dude. Whatever. Oh. Um. Listen.
1: It's also kind of a dying breed. Like, there's a lot less fuck footed riders out there than yeah. normal coaches. Just... I think when.
0: Now people are it's just back. learning to do shit with feet both ways and throwing them both ways. Everything's regular, you know? Oh, yeah. Brock. Brock is fucking. Oh, one yeah, of the best Brock. Yep, yep, Yeah, goaded.
1: Yeah, That's... he's actually like trained himself to like learn tricks like a certain, a uh, different way, right? Yeah. Like at did. the beginning and stuff. Like, he's relearned like certain ways of or bar spins or spins or like certain yeah. stuff, right? He's that's impressive that's effort. dope yep. yeah that's what that dude he 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 put, He did the right move when he was like younger one and they like changed it up you know
0: yeah
1: made enough. it way easier for himself in the long run
0: um <laughs> i had something i was gonna say i can't remember it's,
1: it's late man hey it's late. We, we, we we've done really good though so far <laughs> yeah
0: what's well, it's we're we're wrapping this interview up what's been your favorite part <laughs> Of this, part of, of this interview
1: of, of this interview <laughs> yeah. i don't know just getting to chop it up with you i've never had a chance to do a podcast before dude this is, yeah. this is just fun as hell
0: we've and definitely kicked my it a story. lot but we've never really gotten to talk like this and he, me hear your story it's right sick, yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's it's cool to be able to tell a story you know because like in like a normal conversation you know I, I i'd love to be talking and asking you questions too you know but like <laughs> yeah.
0: This you know, always you, get the
1: dog. chances to blurt out your life <laughs> yeah. and you, you know? yeah. so it's kind of cool it's sweet I've had, yeah. I've had fun doing it you know like when
0: we when you finish the story and we reach present day it honestly was like ah, everything feels right you know like so cool yeah so hell
1: yeah, yeah dude exactly and i got to share like my my like my life now with the, like the vintage clothing and stuff yeah. and all that so i don't know man, i'm i'm stoked i think we covered a lot of good stuff We didn't really get into any like crazy uh edgy stuff or any wild stories but like i don't know there's nothing i don't
0: know we're doing all right the kids man this podcast for the kids
1: man we out here riding living just enjoying it trying um, to just be a nice guy and work hard that's all we can do you know
0: that's money let's wrap up with a music suggestion you got you got that album cover on your wall right there so why don't you um
1: i'll be honest i don't even i mean Pink Floyd's pretty dope, but I don't listen to them like a shit ton, you know. Um, lately, I've been super into like it's so straight. Biscuit, corn, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, like you. Uh, some shoot. I like, I love. I've been loving all the '90s jams lately. Right. Right? Oh, um, Slipknot has been sick. Maybe some new metal. Oh, dude, you know?
0: I do like Slipknot. Like they've gone full circle. Where it's like like them corny as hell. Now I like them again. Like yeah, that, right. That, exactly. That, that, that it's journey. kind of
1: just the nostalgia. I'm just like stuck in that 90s nostalgia right now.
0: I love it. Um, oh, dude. And I'm totally going to take you up on that uh, vintage order. I'm going to send you 15. Please,
1: bucks. yo, please do, man. I'll, I'll make yeah. sure to put a sick one. I, I love doing that stuff. I, I'll send Jared Duncan a bunch of shit, Brett, so all the dudes, like little care packages. And who so knows? Maybe one day I'll have a whole fucking team, dude. And I'll just be doing all this shit. I'll, I'll actually yeah. be like a a company, you know, a company hooking all these kids up with these okay. sick vintage tees.
0: So red. I don't know. We'll so see they, what happens. we go follow you on new Binner. What is it?
1: Uh, yeah. Follow me over on uh, the unabinner uh It's the U N A B I N N E R. Thanks yep. dude. I appreciate that. Great name. That was just a late night coming back from the bins in Texas and they were talking about, uh, the unabinner or a unabomber on the radio a little bit. And I was like, at that point in time where like, I was like, yo, I need a name for this, like to be in the community. I just want needed a good Instagram handle named like, Something and then I was just like, they were talking about that. I was like, yo, Unabomber, Unabender. Yo, that'd be mad funny because at the at the bins, I'm always like mad reckless and causing like a, like a chaos when I'm digging. Yes. So like, I was like, yo, it's like kind of an explosion, like Unabinner Unabomber. I'm like, boom, that's it, bomb. That's how I came up with that name.
0: That's <laughs> it. So everybody go follow the unabinner and uh, yeah. I won't I won't record an outro. I'll just say, hey, thanks for watching. This is the end of the video. Like, please like and subscribe. Okay, that's do it. it. Adios, Jake Seely. Adios, pachacho. Thanks again, man. This is I'm stoked. Thank thank you, Bobby. I'm
2: hyped that we finally
0: made it happen. Big time. All
2: right.